Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 536 on Rock 102. Uh, man, what a gross day this is going to be. <laughs> Shocker. Cloudy. There's a chance of showers. A high of 78. Tonight, showers and thunderstorms with a low of 68. And tomorrow, guess what? More thunderstorms with a possible uh, bunch of gusty winds. That's I mean, a high of 80. I mean, why break a great streak of uh, awesome weather, you know? It's been a beautiful summer. It really <laughs> has been. Yes. If, you, if you love, you know, balmy moisture and... Yeah. Uh, and lots of hundreds of gallons of uh, raw sewage in a, in, a, in a river. This is your year. Wherever you are, it's nice that you have a natural disaster in your lap. Uh, we should never be too far away from one. Flooding, fires, earthquakes, mudslides. <laughs> Jackie Martling is going to be joining us after uh, 7 o'clock this morning. He's coming to the South End Community Center on September 9th uh, with the uh, thanks to the folks at uh, Zombie Hideout in, uh, in Springfield. So, He's coming up after 7, and a decent possibility of an open line Thursday. Oh, boy. Since tomorrow's going to be a best of backs and Nagel show. That's right. All yeah. Right. There you have it. Hell of a program. It's uh, 537 with back. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 553, and Marty Caproni's favorite band of all time at Rock 102. Yes. I, I was like, I wonder if you play that on purpose. And then I realized, no, this is a classic rock station. We play that about... 10 times a day. Yeah, no, I'm, I just uh, do what I'm told here, Marty. But the fact that it landed here, I'm uh, happy to have done it for you. Uh, Jackie the Joke Man Martling coming up after 7 o'clock this morning. And I think there's a chance we may get to an open line Thursday I like after it. 8 o'clock. So Excellent. prepare yourselves. Uh, you know, jot down your thoughts. Yeah. Keep your, uh, your filthy words and hate speech to yourself or... Call some other radio station, either within this building or you know down the road a piece, but not clean. here. Yeah. Keep it clean, people. Uh, it's going to be cloudy today with a chance of showers and then a high of 78. Tonight, those showers can continue. Maybe some thunderstorms tomorrow, but guess what? More thunderstorms, possible gusty winds, and a high of 80. It's about 68 degrees right now in downtown Springfield. Had, a, uh, had myself a great lunch yesterday. Yeah, so where I remember you were talking about you were going. You were trying to figure out a place. Where did you decide? Had uh, lunch with my kids at uh, at Theodore's. Can never go wrong. You can never, ever go wrong can there. Can never go wrong. I, uh, I got to, you know, you, you go and you get the burnt ends. Did you see Keith? Was Keith there? Always see Keith. That guy's a great guy. Great, great guy. Yep. Anyway, uh, that's like one of those places that, you know, if, if you ever wanted to take somebody who's from out of town... And you said, I, let's go to someplace fun uh, in your town. I said, you know what? There's a handful of places not too far in that, that general vicinity that I would take you. And that would be uh, that would be one of them. So it's so funny you say that. I had Ryan Hamilton, who's Seinfeld's opener or whatever. Yeah. Back in the day, he came up to my other little club that we used to have. And uh, he was prepping a Netflix special. He came right off the train. So I picked him up at the train station. I said, do you want lunch? He said, I'm in the mood to be wowed. And I was like, okay, what does that mean? And he was like, I, you know, I want to go somewhere that, that like I can't get in the city. And we have the best of everything in the city. I was like, oh, you think you do, huh? Yeah. You have the best burn ends? You got the best burn ends? I don't think you do. So I took him over to Theodore's and, uh, not only did he eat, but took more to go to take back to his hotel. Yeah. See, that's that. that I was like, damn, I made a miscalculation. This cost me an extra $80 in food. <laughs> trying to be nice. <laughs> I had a, a buddy of mine. He no longer lives in the area, but he was, uh, he, you know, he was from Southern Connecticut. Yeah, and he said, "Oh, we got to go to the Bear. We got to go to the Bear. Let's go to the Bear. You and me, we'll go to we'll go to oh, Bear Bears? Barbecue. Oh, they're decent. Bears does a good job. So 
we we went, and it was good. Don't get me wrong. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, Did you get the moink balls. You got to get the moink. I got the moink balls, yeah, of course. Okay, yeah, I got that. That some brisket. Uh, yep. A couple other things. Don't get me wrong. I am. I am not. Uh, you know. You know, being a snob no. here. But as we were grabbing our cafeteria trays full of meat, I thought, uh, this ain't nothing like Theodore's. Theodore's. No. And uh, yeah, for everyone who says, oh, then you got to try the bear. No, you really need to try Theodore's. And I, I took my buddy like two weeks later, talk, talk, brought him and his wife to Theodore's. And, uh, you know, he got that big, that big sample platter yep. that had the, that had the hot sausage and the burnt ends and the ribs and the oh, brisket so and the, uh, I'm and, so and, hungry. Oh my about. God. It's so freaking good. And he just sat there and just, as he's, as the meat sweats are starting to come <laughs> hey, to he's, him, he's like, yeah, you're kind of right. Yeah. I say, yeah, you want to go back to the bear now? He says, no, I don't really want to go back to the uh, bear now. <laughs> I listen, I, I love barbecue anywhere. And we're, we're the little barbecue scene here in northern Connecticut, Western Mass, has really stepped up its game. Yeah. Uh, I love BTs in Sturbridge. Uh, okay. I, I go there uh, quite a bit whenever I'm on my way back on the pike. Where I'll, I'll jump off in Sturbridge. I'll go to my buddy Ken's Sturbridge Seafood, or and then I'll, I'll then I'll go to Bear uh, uh, to <laughs> BTS and I'll pick up takeout and take it home. But all that being said, I don't think in my life I've ever had better burnt ends, and I love the pulled pork from theaters. And sometimes I get like this craving. Yeah, it, my my pork. favorite thing on the menu, apart from the burnt ends, yeah, is the uh, the short rib. You get two short ribs, each one of them about the size of a shoe. Oh, I don't know if I've had the short ribs. And not just a shoe, like a Bill Lanier basketball sneaker type of shoe. Shaq size 18. Yeah, like a size 17 to 24 shoe. It's enormous. And and I I have rarely ever finished both. They're just, they're huge. And that is, that's just like melt in your mouth joy. Now, now I'm thinking about this. Now, next week, I'm going to go down to Theodore's and stuff my face for lunch. I haven't been to Fletcher's in Long Beach, but I've heard good things. I, that's Have the not new been place, there. right? It just that's where the old Rinaldi's used to be. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. That's right on Route 5 there. Yeah. I haven't been, but I got excited when I found I was opening. I'm like, another barbecue. You can never have enough good barbecue. You know, for a while, Springfield had way too many Italian restaurants. Yes. And there's nothing wrong with Italian food. I love Italian food. Crazy, crazy. Went to SEMA last night. Had uh, had pasta and deliciousness. It was so oh so good. So so good. It's excellent. But you know, uh, for a while there was like too many of them. Kind of like there for a while there was too many hamburger joints. Right. We go through these phases. Yeah. Barbecue is not one of those places. I think you're right. You can never have too many of them. You can't. You can't. Um, SEMA. You think that so that's more Italian? You're saying because when I, I went, I, I had a steak and it was really, really good. Steak is good, but like it, it's I don't know. There, there's a lot of like we had like pasta and and broccoli rob with sausage, yeah. which is not something you would get say like uh, at an Irish restaurant. You right. know, you wouldn't find that right. yeah, yeah, there. Yeah. That's that that's purely an Italian type of thing. I think I went there another time. And I think you're right. I think I had like cavatelli or something like one of those pastas. That's uh, you know so a, good, a unique. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's funny because we were talking yesterday about Wilbraham and I was saying, is there a lot of real good restaurants? Like, what's Wilbraham really known for? My apologies to – there's a few good restaurants. Yeah, SEMA. SEMA uh, Via Appia. Via Appia. Across the street. Yep. That's good. There's a few right there on the main strip there that that uh, I never associate as being in Wilbraham. 
because it's on Boston Road, so yeah. it just feels like an extension of Springfield. Well, Pafumi's is solid, uh, too, in Wilbraham. Pafumi's? Yeah, by Wilbraham Munson. I wonder if that's... Uh, I went to high school with a kid, Pafumi. He has I mean, he has an auto detailing place. Well, he, you know what? For all you know, he could be cleaning up the uh, the pizza pies. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I mean, right. the kid, He was one of those kids that in school... Remember how your teachers would always, they would always rag on, on the kids that weren't super smart. Like we were, ner- we weren't nerdy enough, you know? Right. But he was like one of those kids that was real sharp. And I don't know if he was like, I don't know if he did well or not, but he was like a hustler. He was like the kid that you're like, this kid's going to graduate and do something. He don't, he, even if he doesn't go to college, this kid's going to like, crush Definitely going to amount to something. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So that, yeah, it wouldn't shock me if he had an auto detailing slash pizza place. <laughs> It wouldn't shock me. I, hey, you know, if my car is getting cleaned, I'll have a slice out of right, or two. Sure, you know, sure. why not? Sure. It's six o'clock with Bax and Nagel and Marty Capronia. Run a retailer near you. And now, Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your grilling headquarters, Weber, Big Green Egg, Uni Pizza Ovens, and Traeger Wood Fired Grills. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, whenever I find myself in need of some light reading, I often find myself curled up with a cup of hot cocoa and gently perusing the provisions of my Rock 102 contract. I tend to find simplistic language and legally binding clauses to be very relaxing. I can also get through it rather quickly because there's very little written inside of it. But when you're a big-time, three-time Pro Bowl free agent signing like Ezekiel Elliott, now with the New England Patriots, you'd have to find yourself keeping a careful itinerary of her incremental achievements to make sure you're not getting screwed by the man. According to reports, the one-year contract that he signed with the Patriots not only includes a base salary of $1.55 bucks, he's also receiving a signing bonus of $600,000. He is then entitled to a host of incentives, and among those include making $50,000 for every game in which he is on the active roster. He can also earn an additional $3 million in uh, in incentives if he hits certain benchmarks throughout the season. For example, if Zeke can rush for 975 yards from the line of scrimmage, he will get $300,000. If he runs for 1,100 yards, he will get another $300,000. He'll also get additional $300,000 payments for 1,225 yards, 1,350 yards, and 1,475 yards which is a total he has not reached in five years. Additionally, he'll get $300,000 if he participates in 50% of the offensive snaps. He'll also get another $300,000 check if he hits 55, 60, 65, and 70% as well. Now, I should also point out that if Ezekiel Elliott is injured at any point in the season, as uh, it will be uh, out for the remainder of the year, his base salary will be reduced to just $1 million, no matter how many snaps he takes. In other words, Ezekiel Elliott stands to either make a lot of money or he will make complete crap, considering you're getting a three-time Pro Bowl running back who could arguably be seen as a potential Hall of Fame candidate. I say that this one-year contract, while great for the Patriots, is nothing more than a cumbersome nightmare for the dope who signed it. You see, somebody's going to have to keep a running inventory of every possible marker that he can achieve. And I'm pretty sure it's not going to be somebody in the Patriots accounting office. That sort of responsibility is going to fall on Ezekiel Elliott. Because if there's one thing that an employer loves to do is to avoid handing out a lot of extra checks. And this contract has the potential to require a lot of them. 
But hey, enough of my yappin'. Sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Got a painting project in South Hadley? I bet you're talking to Kendra. She's the paint whisperer in South Hadley at the Rockies. There's at least one smart, friendly paint advisory in every Rocky's Ace Hardware location, including in South Hadley, where that person happens to be Kendra. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 614 in Boston. With Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni on Rock 102. Uh, this is Marty's last day. For uh, Tomorrow was the best of Bax and uh, Nagel. And, so uh, sad. I know. It's, uh, it is kind of sad. Tomorrow is also Molly's last day. So Just everybody. It's a mass exodus. I don't know. It's like I'm going to be here all alone. It's kind of like a very, how should I put this, very uh, Citizen Kane-like. I feel like I'm... I'm dying all by myself tomorrow. <laughs> Throw a sled in the fire and cry. Yeah, after I've uh, you know ostracized everybody else, I'll be alone tomorrow, uh, burying this ship. Well, you know what? You won't have to hear me talk about Loft Comedy Club tomorrow. Oh, hey, there you go. Tonight's a big night. Twenty bucks, dinner oh. and a show. What's uh, what's on the menu? Oh, tonight. Oh, it's one of my favorites. Uh, teriyaki chicken stir fry. Oh, really? That's, mm. uh, that's it. Already sounds good. It's so good. Chef Larry, uh, Chef Larry, and Chef Jeff, the two guys. Have you street in the kitchen are unbelievable they're so good at what they do yeah i know and uh i'm telling you it's it, the meal alone is worth it it's gonna be great one of these days i'm gonna have to come out for the uh, the thursday buffet one I'm of these days to i gotta get you on stage there yeah let's the not thursday. get ahead of ourselves here uh i don't i don't see that <laughs> i don't see that happening anytime soon you know what we should do though because you're close I should get you on stage at the at the barn when I do those barn shows in Wilbraham once a month. Remember I told you about it? They're oh, yeah, sold yeah. Out. Right. They're in a barn at Fountain Park. They're awesome shows. The people are great. They tailgate before the show like it's a Patriots game. Oh, good. So they're drunk. Oh, they, they are drunk. Oh, good. It, none of it makes sense that it should work for comedy. Everyone's drunk by the time they show up. Yeah. Sometimes it's still daylight, and the barn's got windows. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's still daylight. Uh, no spotlight. Uh, all the stuff you could think work. They bring their own food, so they're just eating. Right. But it is the most fun comedy show you'll ever do on a Wednesday night. The problem, uh, Marty, is I have not done it in over 30 years. That's not true. You did it probably about 12 years ago. Okay, uh, but... but, but at it, maximum capacity. But I, I wasn't to- going up there with anything prepared. In fact, I had, like, nothing prepared. I didn't have any jokes. I didn't, have, didn't you know where I was going. I I, it was, I, I ate know. it. I bombed. The show was spiraling <laughs> into the ground. It was it was crashing and burning. And you went, you're like, ah, hey, whatever. Let me go up and see what happens. And you well, went up and crushed. And we're all like, look at this guy. This guy <laughs> dusts it off and goes on a set of the night. It'd be like Brady yeah. being in a, you know sixty years old and be like, I've had enough. Let well, me give you the ball. Well, that was the first night we had uh, Fitzy in town. Yes, and yeah. my job was to introduce. Fitzy. Yeah, it was Fitzy so I went, and Matt McCarthy. Matt McCarthy, who was awesome. Really McCarthy funny. McCarthy was hilarious. So funny. But I went up and thinking, well, okay, so uh, Marty's eating it uh, a real big bag so, of these right now. So and bad. It wasn't so much that you, were, that you were that you were bad. The problem is is that you were, you were bad for a really long period of time. Well, that and was the problem. Yeah, like, it, like you, didn't, you didn't know when 10 minutes was up. I know. So the, you went for like 30 or 40. The problem was when you're new in comedy – you're you and you're producing your own show that's yeah. the rub everyone who's producing their own show is always like hey man i, I could do 20 i'm gonna put myself up for 20 
<laughs> and you know, yeah, you could do twenty when the conditions are perfect, but when they're not perfect, yeah, uh, five minutes seems like the longest time. See, and and like that night, you know, I I probably was up there for I don't even remember how long. You were I was up, up for there about for. fifteen because I I was crashing and burning, and you went up. You did about fifteen. <laughs> I think all I did was just like you know promote the Mayflower Marathon. No, which is- you crushed. You were telling Joe. I remember sitting there going, "I can't believe this guy has slow rolled me this entire time." <laughs> he st- you still had jokes. You had setups. You had punchlines. You were getting laughs. It was consistent. Yeah, that's well, how we measure. You know, like when a set's going a, a well, it sounds like a, a drummer. There's a there's a rhythm to it. Yeah. The laughs come in a rhythm. There's a certain amount of laughs. You you were right back behind the kit. It, I I enjoyed the hell out of it immensely. Don't, right. don't get me wrong, but any time has been any discussion about well, you should do it again. Yeah, my feeling about it is okay. Where am I going to do it? Well, because, a barn in Wolverham well, on a Wednesday. Yeah, that, that sounds very appealing, but the, the <laughs> it sounds terrific. By the way, you can't do bad in this barn. The people are so great. Yeah, that at this show. That you can't do, but they're the best. It's it's one of these things where, so it's been, like I said, it's been <clears throat> over 30 years. So for me, like, you know, I've become so uh, you know, paranoid that the idea of me, if I ever wanted to do it again, I would have to do it far, far away from here under an assumed name. You sound... Because I would not want to do, because I would not want to do it and just, you know, eat it. You, you know, I just sound I just, like a new comic. I gotta. I can't be around. That's what I did. Yeah. I didn't start comedy here. I started way out in Worcester, where no one would know who I was. Yeah. And then I went to Providence, and I did it there. And then I went to Boston, and I did it there. And then finally, I came back to Western Mass. What was that place in? in um, oh God, it was. Uh, it was like in a small. It wasn't. It wasn't a mall, but it was like kind of like a like a like. Um, I'm trying to remember what the name of it was. There was a small comedy club in Providence that was there for for many many years. Well, the Comedy Connection. Yeah, I'm not sure if that was that's if that was it or if it was another club. It's, it's there was another club called Stitches that was in Rhode Island for and Catch yeah. a Rising Star. Yeah, this would have been like in the '80s. Oh, then it uh, could have been Comedy Connection. They they've been there that. Yeah, long. maybe I mean, maybe that's what it was. East Providence, it would have been. But if you're talking about downtown Providence, downtown. That, okay, that probably would have been Stitches. Comedy okay, club. so was I was one th- in Boston. There was one in Providence. So I was there for a couple of open mics. Okay. And, and did that. That was mostly my circuit, the yeah. open mic thing. Sure. Yeah. And, and then I got to open for a couple of you know real good headliners. I was yeah. real happy about. But you know that's that's that you, was it. And then you know radio came around. I'm like, well, it, something's got to give. It's either radio goes or comedy goes. I'm like, well, radio's paying slightly better with benefits. Or you could just do what I do and do them both, and then literally be a comatose zombie the first time <laughs> you have a minute off to yourself. And then do weekend shows like you haven't slept in five days. Like, I'm going to leave here, and I'm going to drive way up north, and I'm going to get there, and I'm going to pass out. Yeah. And then I'm wake up and do the show like a trained monkey, and then go back and pass out. <laughs> and then I'm going to sleep all day, and then I'm going to get up, drive some extra, you know? It's, that's, that's... But that's what you sign up for. Right. You know? But you can do both if you like. But I'm giving you an opportunity to do it right here Dude, in Wolverhampton. You know, I, I'm, I'm so... Ten minutes from your house. I'm so hesitant. And I and, and it's all... You know, I realize it's all psychological. Because, you know, the best thing I could do is go up and be completely unprepared. And if I, if, I, if I eat it, then that's okay. I'll figure out a way to get through it. But Let's, it's like, there's a part of me that's like, eh, I'm just not so sure. Listen, I talked to Eileen, my lady who runs that, who's great. And I'll say, hey, Eileen, I'm going to have backs come... 
you know, bring your wife even. I'll have you guys sit in the back, and I'll be like, if he's enjoying himself and decides to jump up, maybe he'll jump up. And you will be five minutes in, and you'll be like, oh, God, I got to get up. I got to do it. (laughs) And the people, I'm going to be honest with you, the people are huge fans. Huge fans yeah. of the show. Well, I don't know that 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 one night was awful fun and and yeah. and reminiscent of what you know, what yeah. it was really fun to do. But uh, yeah, I'm, but you can I'm still a little. Do it. You can have a little fun here and there. It would be kind of like saying to like uh, Larry Bird, "Hey, we want you to start for the Celtics tomorrow." You know what? Larry Bird's a gamer. Yeah, he, he would get, do what he, you did at maximum capacity. Be yeah, like, but he's all right. Wait- I'll see what I can do, and he'd go out and throw up thirty and be like, "I guess I'm doing all right." Yeah, I mean, he he could still be productive, of but. Course. <laughs> He's lo- he's lost a few steps well, the, along the way. It's nearly seventy years old. The other thing that Nagel and I have been talking about, we talked about it on the air, and he's he's had a few venues contact him, but we're trying to put together something for late fall, like September October ish. Yeah, we want to do like a little tour together, and doing doing like around Western Mass. That would doing be awesome. Some of these venues. And just coming in, maybe one of those. You'd be like, you know, I don't know, man. That's uh, the hell with it. Tonight's the night. I'm gonna go. Hey, hey honey, I'm gonna go out with uh, Nagel and, and Caproni for a minute. See what happens. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I don't know. It's gonna take uh, more than that to convince me. But you, you never know. I'm telling you. I know. Listen, you. I mean, you're. I, listen, I'm gonna take your word for it because you actually, I, you saw me from yes. from that that vantage point. I, and I know you're you, not blowing smoke up my ass. I know you're not doing that. I, this is what I'll tell you. I'm not a bright guy. I don't know a lot about a lot of things. Every day that we talk on the show, by the way, listeners send me correct. Thank you, all of them. They, I, I don't mind them. They send me corrections to the dumb stuff I said. Like, we were talking about Elon Musk, and I go, I think he's, like, from Israel or something like that. Immediately, like, he's South African. I'm like, it was close. Israel, Middle East, so close. It's a few miles away. Like, Middle East, uh, South Africa, same thing, right? Same difference. Um, so, I... I there's not much in life I know. I'm that dumb. But comedy is one thing that I that I know and know well because it's probably the one thing in my life that I've done for this long. You know, yeah. anything career minded or activity minded, at least that I've done for this for this long. I've seen hundreds and I've thousands and thousands of hours. I've seen it. I've been on stage thousands of hours. Right. I know when I see it good. I know who has it, who doesn't. I, I know that night you had it. I know if you went to the barn and you did 10 minutes, you'd be like, this is, uh, I like it a lot. I don't know, man. I do not know. Well, it's uh, 625 with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni on Rock 102. This- it's uh, 627 with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni and uh, and Molly, the intern. This is her uh, last couple of days. Uh, I know. It's so sad. Molly was at a, a show at Fenway last night. Yeah. Got, was- hasn't been to bed yet. Got uh, back into Barely. into town about fourteen seconds ago. <laughs> it feels like it, yeah. Yeah, but how was, how was a, a little bit? How was the show? It was awesome. It was so good. I went to see Morgan Wallen. I love him. Uh, I was uh, reading a story about how like late uh, tickets were yeah. being sold for two hundred and seventy five bucks a shot. Now, was Jeez. that? A, let me ask you this: You're a young lady. You probably don't know value the quality of performance. But was that a two hundred and seventy five dollar performance? Um, yeah. Really? In my opinion. Really? I mean, it's not. Really? For I mean, depending on what seats you got, I had pretty good seats. So I, I mean, were you sitting on his lap for two hundred seventy-five? <laughs> for two hundred seventy-five like... bucks, I want Morgan Wallen to mow my lawn. Yeah. That's okay, what I want. Have Come you heard how shoulders? expensive Taylor Swift tickets are? Yeah, they're going for thousands of dollars. Yeah, Which I don't get. 
I don't think that's you know worth it. I feel like two hundred and seventy five dollars on the higher end for a, is not that bad. For two thousand dollars, I want Taylor Swift to mow my lawn. I also want her to plant uh, begonias, and I want her to shovel my driveway yeah. in the wintertime. That's the least she could do. It's the for very what those least she could do. Absolutely. There was something I don't remember which stadium it was, but it was like. I mean, I've been like City Field or something. I don't remember where she played, but you couldn't get in the building for less than like fifteen hundred dollars. Well, it's like we we did that story yesterday about the guy with two kilos of cocaine and a gun in his car. Yeah, maybe he wasn't. Maybe he was just trying to find a way to save up money to go to the Morgan Whalen concert. You know, he's <laughs> trying to figure it out. <laughs> the, he needs to go to Taylor Swift. So yeah, you know, he, the, the best seats to see uh, Taylor Swift are to pull a chair up to her uh, the gates of her Watch Hill mansion and, and may hold <laughs> till she goes out for the newspaper or something. Do, do you know if you do that, the security people come out? Oh, yeah. Even though you're on public property, they come out and they're like, uh, you got to move it along. Like, no, I don't. No, this is a, this I is a stand here all day if I want. Public property. And, I know and so this is many my people chair. that have done that. Yeah. People go to Watch Hill just to take pictures in front of her house. It's so stupid. I've I <laughs> went to Watch Hill since the time I was a little kid. My parents had a boat. We used to Napa Tree Harbor and then take the raft in and walk around Watch Hill. That's what I did all day. I knew the house before she even bought the house. I knew where it was, all the stuff. And yeah, the place is a dump. And then she comes in, and now you can't. Now the place isn't even fun to walk around anymore. It's just all T Swift people. Swifties, yeah. yeah, Swifties. They've they've destroyed the entire state of Rhode Island. Ugh. Thanks for nothing. Hey. hey, I got a question. Who opened for Morgan Whalen? Who was the opening act? Um, so it was Bailey Zimmerman, Ernest, and then Hardy. I don't know who that is. I, 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 I listen. I don't even know who Morgan Wallen is. So it's uh, yeah. Don't look at me. As a guy who spends a lot of time opening for well-known acts, I can <laughs> feel their pain. Actually, our driver had a good point. He's he's a big Rock 102 fan. He's oh. been listening. Okay. Um, he was a little upset. Not upset, but he just pointed out the fact that we did not talk about Elvis yesterday, and it was the anniversary of his death. And he felt that that should have been pointed out. Yeah, you're right about that. On a classic rock radio station. Totally dropped the ball on that. There was a Elvis news. died yesterday in 1977. R.I.P. There you go. Guy. There was an article yesterday in the paper too. Uh, Riley uh, Keough, I think it's his granddaughter's name, and mm-hmm. uh, now that Lisa Marie just passed away, she is inheriting Graceland. Really? Yeah, very uh, attractive looking lady too in the picture. She and good. she now owns the uh, the entire Grace, estate. Yeah, she owns the Graceland, and I'm guessing the estate. And I think she's like a fashion model or something, because the picture that they had with it looked like a, a modeling picture you know yeah you know you do yeah Elvis is a very handsome fella he Priscilla he, was a, a a lovely young too young lady she's <laughs> she's like a, a lady that's really attracted to look at and you're like what's appealing and then you realize she has the same jawline of Elvis and you're like really yeah yeah huh. it's a little more feminine thank God but you know. well thank goodness right <laughs> right hopefully uh hopefully her career lasts a little bit longer than grandpa's did you watch that movie did you watch the Elvis movie did you guys watch that with Tom Hanks no Colonel- I did not <sighs> oh man well, now you got you got. Uh, it's six thirty-four with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni and Molly the intern. It's time for news. Brought to you by Race Appraisal Services for all your appraisal needs. Contract uh, contact Race Appraisal. A Springfield man arrested after police said he stabbed someone uh, he knew with a pair of scissors that he had also used to cut the ankle mon- uh, monitor <laughs> off of his leg. That is according to uh, Springfield Police. Uh, Saquon Morales, twenty-six, arrested in connection with the stabbing that happened on the uh, 0 to 100 block of Edgewood Street in Springfield around 4.20 on Sunday. Uh, the victim of the stabbing, who police says was someone that Morales knew, was taken to the Bay State Medical Center with non-life-threatening injuries. That's that's the good news. But, you know, 
whenever you accessorize, you gotta be, <laughs> you know, you gotta be sure that it's you know fitting the entire ensemble. I find that anyone with a monitoring bracelet on their ankle. <laughs> It doesn't fit. Like if you got the, if it's all black, you don't want to wear like a brown belt. You know, okay, that clashes. Maybe that's all he was doing is just trying to match. Yeah, maybe, maybe. You know what? I, I all I picture in my head is that guy. Just he's under house arrest. Obviously, he has an ankle bracer, right? Yes. So you're sitting at home. Maybe you're having a freezy pop, and you're cutting the top off the freezy pop, and you're holding the scissors, and you're saying to yourself. Do I go straight or do I go back to a life of crime? And just in that moment. You're like, screw it. I'm doing it both. <laughs> Snap the bracelet off, stab the person next to me, and then walk out the door. <laughs> I uh, you got to admire his. Uh, you got to admire his willingness to just really commit back to the life of crime all in one shot. You know, I I, I knew a guy who uh, who had to wear one for a while. Yeah, and uh, you know he had a very strict curfew. And uh, <laughs> saw him one night. He and his wife were uh, were out at a restaurant in downtown Springfield. Uh, I'm not going to say which one, but it's sometimes known as two different names. And uh, he <laughs> he was uh, he had to leave uh, just before eight o'clock to head home because at like eight thirty, I believe the monitoring bracelet turned into a pumpkin. And uh, <laughs> that's it. Yes, authorities would have been uh, alerted that he was not. At his home. But, you know, you, you can't just remove that with scissors and expect that you're going to get away with that. Yeah, probably not. Probably Just like you probably are not going to stab somebody with scissors and get away from it. But, to be fair, maybe these guys are listening to the politicians and they're trying to keep the shooting numbers down. <laughs> yeah, right. Now, um, as far as the, the victim is concerned, I mean, you know, it, it's, it's no picnic to be stabbed by anything, I'm sure. No. But I believe uh, it's a long-held uh, belief that if he had had paper, paper, or no, wait, no, rock. I'm sorry, yeah, it could have been rock. rock. If he had rock, <laughs> rock breaks scissors. Rock break scissors. The paper covers the rock. That's yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. See, okay. So if even if he had a rock, that would have been very helpful in a you'd situation be a great like this. Defense attorney, because that would be that. If I was his defense attorney, that would be my angle. I would be like, uh, you know. Uh, you know, uh, Your Honor, he just thought he was staying at home having a quiet game of rock, paper, scissors. Misunderstood the rules entirely. <laughs> <laughs> All right, case dismissed. It was going to be best two out of three. Instead, it was best one out of one. A 14-year-old uh, boy was arrested after driving away in a stolen vehicle in connection with a hit and run. According to uh, Springfield Police, on Saturday, officers, att uh, officers attempted to conduct a traffic stop after a hit and run. However, the driver took off at a high rate of speed and was able to get away from police. On Monday, officers found the stolen Hyundai in the area of the 100 block of Brown Street that had the ignition compromised, making it operable without a key. While waiting for the vehicle to be towed, the suspect walked up to the car before he noticed that police were there. He was arrested in connection with a stolen Hyundai and police seized a loaded firearm from his waistband. The name and charges of the 14-year-old boy will not be released due to his age. But I will say this. If you are going to steal a car, mm -hmm. steal one with great mileage and good reliability, <laughs> like a Hyundai. Smart. Yeah. You know, at least he's not doing something that's going to be like a you know, gas-guzzling uh, thing that uh, you know is not going to last good on the road. I don't know if this is related to it or not, but my favorite little uh, new Instagram account there, the uh, Springfield MA Sucks account, <laughs> posted uh, kids that had stolen a Hyundai. Mm -hmm. over the weekend and they were in the parking lot it looked like the parking lot of the price right in indian orchard yeah and the kids 
gassing it and sliding around doing donuts and he's like i'm like a nascar driver five seconds after he says it just slams into sun airbags go off the whole thing <laughs> yeah, of course yeah. in the comments there's all the who do you think you are dealer yeah, yeah, there's all, the, there's all that, that stuff in the comments but but uh 14 and he managed to evade police yeah that's, that's good a that's precocious good. young criminal that's right good there. driving i i you know i would have when you, you know, you're two years away from having your learner's permit yeah you know that's gonna that's going to be a problem when it comes to uh, uh, your parents getting insurance for you. How do you pretend when you're going for your driver's license like you're awkward and you're just figuring it out? You're like, oh, this is so e- parallel park without police shooting at me? Ah, this is a piece of cake. Yeah, that's, this is easy. Yeah. Uh, with time running out, the Iron Horse Music Hall will reopen under ownership uh, by Eric Sewer, a leader in a neighborhood musical institution, said they are looking to buy it. Jim Olson, the founder and president of Signature Sounds, a record label who is also on the advisory board of the Parlor Room in Northampton, said that the Parlor Room is in discussions to buy the Iron Horse and believes they are among a few potential buyers for the venue. Part of the draw for the Parlor Room, according to Olson, is that the Iron Horse is one of the last remaining clubs of its size anywhere, but in sp- specifically in downtown uh, Northampton. Eric Shua reached an agreement with the uh, Northampton License Commission in May to either sell his liquor license by the end of September or reopen venues with specific conditions. The License Commission has seized one of Sewer's liquor license uh, licenses in February and threatened to seize others if he did not open his music venues, which have been mostly dormant since the start of the pandemic. Uh, Eric Sewer was not uh, immediately available for uh, for comment, uh, but reached on phone last week. Uh, last week, he declined to comment on the status of these of these businesses. With the Iron Horse up for grabs, other businesses might be uh, other other businesses that could be sold would include like the Calvin Theater, uh, or Pearl Street, or you know some of the others that are that are uh, that have been doing nothing for way too long. Motor Ridge up there in the rope. <laughs> <laughs> That's Nagelai's favorite joke. Yeah, I mean it's kind of a shame, you know, that these that these clubs have been uh kind yeah. of shuttered because they were great clubs they brought great bands and you know and and the comedians calvin, and Cal- the calvin ck at the calvin not yeah not long before yeah we had tom connor up there yeah. a couple of years ago which was great great absolutely fantastic uh but you know these liquor licenses have been hoarded you could say and unused for way too long those things are currency and yeah. in other cities if you've got a liquor license it's ha- it's got a lot of value depending on where you're at. But then you could make the argument if you pay for the license and you pay the taxes on it and the fees on it every year, can't you just? You yeah, know? but if if let's say I was a let's say I was a, someone who wanted to open up a club in Northampton, right? Well, there's only a finite number of liquor That's, licenses available, yeah. and if I can't get a liquor license, then I can't then I can't occupy a space that may be empty. Right, right, right. Yeah, to use it for a restaurant or bar. I'm you know, I'm excluded from doing that. So then you have a bunch of backed up licenses. Backed up licenses and a lot of uh, you know, a lot of uh, you know, real estate that just simply can't be used for what it should be used for. I wonder if there's still in negotiations for the to to buy it, why that's a new that seems like it's one of those news story what's the story behind the news story things? Oh, I think there's definitely a like lot. Why going is on that there. news that they're negotiating it? If you're negotiating, wouldn't you think you'd want to quiet unless you're trying to pressure them or something? Well, I think it's been real quiet for a long period of time, but Maybe. now that the city is saying, "Okay, you know, we need to do something 
here. Right. Now that the city is interceding in this situation, now it becomes news and then it does become public. And then that becomes the fun part. Maybe they come out and they release the press release that they're negotiating to buy it because now you can't deny that there hasn't been a buyer for it. Smart. I Absolutely. Know. I don't know if that's the case, but I'm just trying to draw the the dots whatever <laughs> you want to say. Uh, it's going to be cloudy today with a chance of a shower, high of 78 tonight, showers and thunderstorms, low of 68. And then for tomorrow, more thunderstorms with some uh, high gusts of wind, a high of 80. It's about, oh, I don't know, 62 Springfield's Classic Rockets, 650 and T-Rex on Rock 102. Uh, it's going to be uh, kind of crappy today. In fact, uh, cloudy and a chance of shower, a high of 78 tomorrow, thunderstorms. Possibility of some gusty winds, a high of 80. It's about 60, yeah, still 67 right now in downtown Springfield. Coming up uh, next hour, comedian uh, Jackie the Joke Man Martling. He's going to be at the South End Community Center on September 9th. If you haven't seen uh, Jackie before, oh, my God, so much fun. He's a machine. We had him in our live show a couple years ago at the Academy of Music, and we had him sit on the set for a little bit and sit on on the couch and... (laughs) Like two minutes into it, he said, "Ah, the hell with it!" I'm, he just stands up, grabs a microphone, and, starts, and, and goes on for like a good fifteen minutes, just killing it with one great joke after another. Yeah, he he uh, he's one of he's Jackie's probably been doing it for close to four, probably forty years, thirty five, forty years. Prob- yeah, oh, easily, but just Machine. just phenomenal. And so, the South End Community Center is going to be uh, is hosting it. Zombie Hideout is putting that show together. Should be a real real good one. So. Jackie the Joke Man Martling coming up in just a little bit. Remember that uh, the story I did uh, yesterday about, uh, what is it called? A wallet hub? It was a, this, this website that said that uh, Massachusetts is the number one state to oh, live in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, apparently uh, the Herald, I believe, uh, went and kind of investigated what people who live in Massachusetts have to say about that. Uh, okay. Uh, and surprisingly enough, uh, 66% of the people that were polled said, no, we're not. <laughs> we're not even close to the greatest uh, place to live no. in the United States. So what's the point of, uh, what, what benefit is there to live in Massachusetts of 90% of the people can't even afford to live here? That's a, here's a good question for you. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. If you weren't going to live in Massachusetts, where would you live in the country? You know what? I'm I'm um I'm really uh, not a Florida person. No, I'm not. Okay. No, because you know, to me, every, every time I've been to Florida, it's been oppressively hot and muggy. Yeah, and I can't operate very well under those kinds of conditions. Okay, I, I'm. Uh, I find myself to be perfectly happy in New England. Now that could be any one of the states in New I England. I like New England, but too. New England is my, is my preference. What about you guys, Molly? Um. That's a good question. I have lived in Florida. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And how was that? From what I remember, there was a lot of Disney. That's about what I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Could, could you? And, and I mean, the summer in Florida is like winter here. People just don't go outside. Like you don't go outside for three months. Um, it's way too hot. Arizona's like that too. Yeah. Which I like Arizona. Like in the dead of winter, when I would do shows out there in the winter time, I'd be like, I could live here. And then I did one weekend out there in the summer, and I was like. Why do people live here? This place is trying to kill everybody. <laughs> a friend of mine, an old college roommate of mine, uh, it was dating a woman who wanted desperately to move to Santa Fe, New Mexico. Okay. And uh, he was so excited. He's, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I gotta get. There's a car dealership that's gonna hire oh, yeah. me. And 
he goes he, and he becomes a car salesman. He he sold a car to Gene Hackman, which was ah, uh, very cool. Uh, yeah. He lasted about nine months in Santa Fe and said, "Oh my God, what a horrible place yeah. to be." Yeah, you move there for, in the for, winter, for, for, purely advertising. Yeah, purely for the weather. Yep, purely for the weather. Yep. He said it's absolutely the driest, most brutal thing you'd ever. He couldn't wait to get back to Illinois, was where he grew up. I so I'm with you. I I, I like New England. I love Western Mass. Clearly, I mean, it's. I feel like I talk about it all the time. Right. I I, I don't know. I don't know. You know, I if I had to pick somewhere else to live, and I had to pick in New England, I think I pick either New Hampshire or Maine, like on the coast, like Southern Maine, like yeah. York or Gunquit. Yeah. I wouldn't go up to like Caribou or something like that. That's been there. Yeah, been there. it's Fort brutal. Kent, been there. Yeah, that's uh, a little tough. Yeah, couldn't get a hotel room in Fort Kent because they were doing the qualifier for the Iditarod. It was nothing but sled dogs all over the place. There's only two hotels in town. They were booked. I was doing the University of Maine at Fort Kent. Yeah, so and the, and the dogs a, were howling in the room. Yeah, they put us in a dorm. Really? Oh, that was a <laughs> oh, my God. oh boy, that was brutal. a nightmare. Nightmare. Now um, I, I think uh, you know now that I've I have spent a, a majority of my in, of my life in New England. Yeah. I I think I'm. I'm here permanently. It's not to say I wouldn't have like a, you know like what? a like a house somewhere to go away, but mm, I think this is it. South County, Rhode Island. I could live there very easily. Yep, I could live in Rhode Island. I could do you that. You know what I mean? Like that uh, Exeter, Charlestown, Kingston, like that area, yeah. or Watch Hill. I'd love to live right next to Taylor Swift. Oh, so I, could it, I was stuff just gonna say that's that, nice. Marty. You yeah. know what? Where I think is really, really uh, underrated and beautiful, very oh, picturesque, very New England, very uh, cozy and homey. Holyoke? Uh, no, Thompsonville <laughs> oh, uh, would be really good. Nice. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, would be. A nice, uh, that's a nice area. <laughs> you bet. <laughs> yeah, a lot part, of culture. A lot of culture. Oh, so much culture oh, down oh. there. Are you kidding me? That what a great place to live. Some of those people, when they hit it big, they move up to Three Rivers. They, <laughs> yeah, because that's they. That's a huge. It's, it's an upgrade. It really is. It's six fifty six. <laughs> Bags and Nagle and Marty Caproni and Molly the intern of Rock 102. All you need is a Nature Valley Oats and Honey Crunchy Bar. Are you a cautious cruncher? And now, Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your grilling headquarters, Weber, Big Green Egg, Uni Pizza Ovens, and Traeger Wood Fired Grills. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? As you are aware, I am a man of incredible sensitivity and compassion. I'm never one to kick somebody when they're down. I'm never one to take advantage of someone's frailties or weak spots. I'm a real live and let live kind of guy. So when someone is down and out, they don't need me to be waiting for that right moment to kick them square in the teeth. No, sir. I'm the sort of guy who is willing to lend a helping hand no matter what your circumstances might be. I don't care if you are among some of the worst people in the world. If you're hitting the skids, then I'll be there to selflessly extend my hand and pull you out of the depths of your despair. However, if you happen to be a member of the New York Yankees and your fifth loss in a row has put your crappy team below 500 for the first time this season, then I hope you can excuse me for defiantly laughing in your otherwise smug little faces. Now. Some of you might wonder, hey, what happened to that whole thing about sensitivity and compassion? To which I would say, I wasn't talking about acting that way all day. No, my friends, the New York Yankees have just been swept by the Atlanta Braves, including last night's 2-0 shutout, which Atlanta's Charlie Morton snagged 10 strikeouts in six innings. 
the result of which has contributed to the Yankees currently having the second-worst team batting average in baseball at 231. Only Oakland is posting worse numbers, and they're operating with a team payroll nearly five times less than the New York Yankees, who have spent far too much to get far too little. So what's next for the Yankees? Well, how about a conveniently located three-game series against the Boston Red Sox tomorrow night? Who, despite losing last night, have still won six out of their last ten games and are three and a half games ahead of the Yankees in the American League East. That seems like a glorious opportunity for further humiliation. And even though the Red Sox will be the visiting club, I'm sure the Red Sox, what with the fourth best team batting average in baseball, will try to make this as painless for you as possible. Not by allowing you to win, but by allowing you to operate under the false assumption that you might have a chance, that you might have a chance of not losing them all. And that's when all that sensitivity and compassion starts to kick in, because that is what I'm really all about. But hey, enough of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. The paint comes in cans and know-how and service comes in person. That's why you go to Rocky's for paints and stains. Good people, paint people, and rock-solid service in the paint department at every Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102. Springfield's classic rocket 711 Tom Petty with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni and Molly, uh, the intern as well. And uh, yeah, we'll talk about those muffin tops you brought in a little bit later. That was so oh my God, my so God. damn good. The muffin tops from uh, Rice's. I'm just what a gem. What a great place. I'm just hitting my sugar coma now. Yeah, you know, listen, you don't need all those toes. Yeah, <laughs> it was worth. It was worth a little toe. Yeah, yeah listen, it's uh, it's totally totally worth what it. What a brilliant idea! Just the top of the muffin. Because who wants the stump? Nobody yeah. wants the stump. No one wants the stump. The yeah, stump is pointless. Stump is a throwaway. But yeah. the top? Oh, oh my goodness. God, are you kidding me? No butter either. You guys were right. Yeah, you said, uh, yeah, butter. I said, you're, you're not going to need you You're not right. going to need butter. You put butter on it, you're going to wind up, uh, it's going to fall apart because it's so light and fluffy. Oh, it's, it's like angel cake as a muffin. Oh, it's, it's like angels dancing on your mouth. Oh, it really perfect. is. That's how I feel. <laughs> Hey, great comedy show coming to uh, to Springfield at the South End Community Center on September 9th in Marble Street uh, in uh, on the south end of town. Uh, comedian Jackie, the joke man, Martling, who has been on our show before, and he has some radio experience, believe it or not. A little bit. Yes, he's been around <laughs> the block. He also uh, was uh, with us during our live show a couple of years ago in Northampton, the Academy of Music. Dude just crushed it. And it was just so much fun. And so that show coming up on the 9th in, uh, in Springfield. Make sure you check that out. He happens to be on the phone with us right now. It's uh, Jackie Martin. Good morning, Jackie. How are you? Hi, I'm very good. Very good, very good. Sorry about that. I, I thought you were calling me, and I had to call you. And you know how all messed up that gets. Well, you know, I've done so many of these in the last month that I get confused. And so many go back and forth. And Chad keeps <laughs> coming up with new places. And... So I apologize if I screwed up. No, I, this was my screw-up. I don't know if you've ever uh, had much radio experience, but uh, sometimes radio people are pretty damn stupid. <laughs> you know, yeah, like I have about 20 years of it, so yeah, I get it. <laughs> so a couple of years ago, we had you as a guest on our, our live show up in Northampton. And you know, for those of you who didn't go and see this, Jackie gets up on stage and just murders the place. It was, it was, it was just so fantastic to see you you know, work and you completely own that crowd. It was absolutely brilliant. Well, thank you. I, I, I will listen to that compliment over and over. Maybe I'll record it. And it back to myself. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, 
there's nothing, I tell people, there's no better job in the world than telling jokes on stage when it works, and there's no worse job in the world than when it doesn't work. Yeah. It's been decades since it hasn't worked, but you still have those fears. But uh, I love it, and I, I look forward to coming to Springfield. I was bragging to somebody that the last time I was in Springfield was so long ago, <clears throat> it was about 1983 or four. And the Stern Show had just really started to catch on. We're only on in the afternoons, and I was coming home after a long night of telling jokes and getting drunk and waking up in the hotel room. And on my way home, I got pulled over for speeding. <laughs> and it was the first time I ever dropped the Howard Stern, hey, I'm from the Howard Stern Show, I'm Jackie, <laughs> and the cop let me off. <laughs> wow, good, very good. <laughs> so, that's my memory of Springfield. Is the, the cops were big fans up there. Well, that's a <laughs> that's a pretty good one. Well, my my uh, my partner filling in for Steve this week is uh, Marty Caproni. He's also a, a comic who's been around for a good long period of time. How you doing, Jackie? Hello, how you doing? Well, welcome to our nightmare. Uh, you know, <laughs> Jackie, this I was telling backs off air. This is a thrill for me because I was saying. You know, uh, when I got out of college, I was working in the business world and everything. I was working for Coca-Cola. I had a job I hated. I worked down in Connecticut. And my favorite thing to do was to listen to the Monday morning uh, Stern Show to hear all of you guys talk about your weekend. We were at Bananas. We were at Stress Factory. We were at Governor. You know, I, I listen and I listen to all the stories. And, uh, you know, I, I, I started doing comedy later in life, and it's 15 years later down the road. And... Uh, the, you're, you're one of the guys that I, I used to listen to and daydream, uh, you know, about doing the job. And now after 15 years of doing the job, look at this. I found myself somehow with a radio microphone in front of me. It's come full circle. And you're, and you're still mad at me for going into comedy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and now I have some bones to pick with you because uh, it sounded way cooler than it is, Jackie. Way cooler. Hey, why didn't you tell why didn't you tell me it sucks 99% yeah. of the time? Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know if you realize this, but fill-in radio host in Western Massachusetts isn't exactly uh, nationally syndicated <laughs> radio personality writer money. So, uh, Hey, you're, you're in show business. Stop bitching. Hey, you know what? Listen, I've, uh, I've gotten the honor of doing Bananas in Hasbrook Heights. I got to headline governors, and I got to perform at the Stress Factory and all that, and I can tell you, um, and I, and now look at him in Springfield on radio. It, it, You're kissing the sweet ass of success, yeah, my friend. And really doing you, it. It must not have went well. <laughs> well, what I tell people is it, it's ugly on the way up and it's worse on the way down. So try to enjoy yourself. You know. So I, I want to ask you about this uh, this documentary. I just read uh, you know online. It's a, a new documentary entitled Joke Man, which I I honestly I would never have. Conv- would never have thought they'd call you that. But uh, but tell us about this documentary. It's been out for two weeks, maybe three weeks, and it's on many, many platforms, you know, mainly Apple and Amazon. And the way to get the link is to go to, it's the simplest website, jokemanmovie.com. And, uh, and it's kicking ass. After just four days, it was number four on iTunes documentaries. Well, I was, we were literally number four, just above Yogi Berra documentary. It was so wild to see my face above the old <laughs> Yogi, man. It was just great. <clears throat> but it's kicking ass. Everybody's really, really loving it. We're getting really, really great reviews. And uh, my old radio partner and my fellow friar, Ian Carr, uh, directed it and produced it. And he just did such a great job. And, uh, People are just coming out of the woodwork. You know, I've been around way too long, you know, and uh, 
And the documentary has, you know, the most weird assortment of people, you know, Willie Nelson, Penn Jillette, Mark Cuban, Sean Young, Artie Lang, Stuttering John, my entire family, my wife, my new girlfriend, you know, <laughs> the whole world is in this thing, and it, it's just put together so well. And, um, you know, I don't take credit for it. I uh, I was just there, you know. <laughs> Ian's the one to put this thing together. Yeah, it but... took a long time, and when it was ready to go, then the goddamn pandemic hit. It really screwed up everybody, you know, but now it's out and it's ready to go. Jokemanmovie.com. So I'm thrilled. And uh, I was gonna... I'm, I'm looking forward to coming up to see you guys. I hope you're going to be at the show this. Uh, yeah. This, uh, it, Chad is it's just the nicest guy. He's got me pr- promoting all over the place. Yeah, you're going to be at the, but, uh, uh, the, the South End Community Center on September 9th on, on Marble Street. I know the uh, the guy who uh, runs the place, uh, Wesley Jackson, wonderful guy. So you probably get a chance to meet him. And, uh, yeah, we would love to come out and, and see the show. Yeah, if I don't if I don't now, have a... Of all the weird stuff, it says the tickets are at zombie-hideout.com, which is almost daring people to find the tickets. <laughs> but, uh, I, I have the link on my website, which is much easier. That's jokeland.com. And, it, and you just click to go to the link, but it's zombie-hideout.com. I think Chad explained to me 15 times what that means, and I still have no idea. Well, you know, uh, you know. it's good they gave you a nice, easy one to remember. Uh. Well, you know, if, if you're going to do comedy, you might as well go do it with a zombie. Well, you, <laughs> you know how many VFWs and Elks Lodges I've done that fit that description perfectly? <laughs> I, you know, please. I'm going to do four of them this afternoon. Yeah. I understand. <laughs> well, I mean, you're you mean, you're, around the block with this. I mean, you're a guy that that's you know memorized like you know nine million jokes. So you know, adding one more thing for you to try to remember uh, that to me that would be the easiest thing to forget. I, you know, I I can remember just about anything that happened to me in 1980. And I can't tell you my girlfriend's phone number. (laughs) I'm old, you know. I'm going on 58 years old. Things don't don't come to me as quick as they used to, you know. Sure you are. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, hey, I don't want to brag. I can still do it twice. Hey. (laughs) Hey, you know what? That's a pretty good year, Jackie. my, (laughs) my My favorite is the one in the fall. (laughs) <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay, so now start telling us some jokes. <laughs> so the receptionist says, Doc, the guy you just examined just dropped dead on his way out the door. And the doc says, well, turn him around so it looks like he dropped dead on the way in. You want to hear horrible? The girl calls the doc says, Doc, I got diarrhea. Can I take a bath? And he says, if you got enough. (laughs) 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 If you can handle an hour of that, come to zombie-hideout.com. Get get a ticket. The show starts at 7 o'clock, so we can all be thrown up by 9.30. The the show is September 9th, the South End Community Center on Marble Street in Springfield. Jackie, it's always great to talk to you. Can't wait to see you in September. Pleasure, Jackie. Please. Everybody out there, please, please see my documentary. I've been around a long time. Jokemanmovie.com. Guys, thanks for the plugs, and I hope to see you. Very good. Jackie Marling with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni on Rock 102. Rock. 
Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 728. And Aerosmith with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni and uh, Molly the intern. Molly, you uh, just posted the video of us dancing on uh, TikTok. Finally, the people have been waiting. Uh, And I can promise them that they will not be disappointed. No, No, they will be. People love watching (laughs) fat old guys dance. Uh. Really do. We really, uh, we went all in. Yeah. Right. You guys did. You committed a lot more than I thought you would. Was... I'm proud of you guys. Listen, Molly, when when I dive in, I dive in 110%. And yeah. you did. Yeah, oh, yeah. You absolutely totally. did. And when I dive in, I dive in usually a good 37, 38%. <laughs> so I was really upset that yeah. this so, thing kept going. So I, now we're like about 150%, yeah. really. I thought you were going to pop up and then I was going to pop up. We we're going to do a little wiggle and it was over. But you just kept, you kept going all in. So then I had to go. I'm like I'm dan- I'm out of breath and I'm going. How yeah. long's the damn TikTok? I thought they're all 15 seconds. Why am I in here three this minutes? This one is still a dancing? minute and one second. Yeah. Oh, no, Lord. I I totally commit. I commit. Well, let's commit tell, to the role. Let's tell the users. Make sure you do not subscribe to the TikTok. Right? <laughs> Please do. The handle Please is Rock102. Yeah, I strongly suggest not sharing it with people. Yep, we suggest that. We go su- check it out. It's yep. great. Fifty uh, people have seen it so far, uh, yep. and I would assume that there will be comments. Uh, yeah, okay, all right. Yeah, they says he needs a video of Steve when he gets back from vacation. Well, I mean, maybe. You well, know what? If I had to do it, I feel like Steve's, you know, he's a direct employee of the station. Sure. Well, Marty uh, and I are both going to be gone, so that's up to you, Bax. Yeah, you got to get Steve. Oh, it's going to be my job okay. to make him dance? Yes. And I, I don't know if he's going to follow that along. <laughs> I could text him and ask him to do a little dance clip, send it in from vacation. Maybe he would. Yeah. No, that, you know what? He should yeah. do that. Yeah, that's what he should do. That's the way to do it. While he's, wor- while he's on vacation, get him working. We got news coming up next. 7.33 with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni and Molly the intern. It's time for news. It's brought to you by Noonan Energy, reliable service for heating, cooling, electrical, and plumbing. Noonan dot com uh let's see a uh, springfield man arrested after police said he stabbed someone uh, he knew with a pair of scissors that he used to cut off his ankle monitor according to uh springfield police saquon morales 26 arrested in connection with the stabbing that happened at the uh, 100 block of edgewood street in springfield around 4:20 on sunday the victim of the stabbing who police said was someone that morales knew was taken to bay state with non-threatening injuries so that's the good news but when police arrived morales started to run away and his GPS ankle monitor just conveniently fell off. Uh, police said Morales is trying to cut off with scissors when he reportedly stabbed the victim. Now, I don't know if it just his hand slipped and he accidentally stabbed the guy or you know, while he was trying to cut through the bracelet. Yes. I, I, there's no way to know. Uh, Morales was made to wear the bracelet due to a uh, pending firearms charge and an arrest in 2021. Morales was found hiding in a garage on the 100 block of Sycamore Street where he was taken into custody. Uh, his arrest was facilitated by uh, a canine officer, Scott Selzer, and uh, the canine Yogi. Oh, oh that's nice. I yeah. like it. Uh, that would have worked, too, if it weren't for that meddling <laughs> seltzer in his, <laughs> hey, his boo-boo. No good dog. Hey, boo-boo, where's the ankle brace? He'll be uh, charged with uh, assault and battery with a dangerous weapon, probation uh, violations, possession of a large-capacity firearm, oh. carrying a firearm without a license, carrying a loaded firearm without, it, without a license, and trying to cut off his back bracelet well this is massachusetts so i'm sure he's going to get at least an extra three weeks because because <laughs> of that <laughs> they really throw the book at him oh yeah they'll, they'll he'll be wearing a new ankle monitor in no time at all that's how we punish you buddy uh eligible community college students will have tuition fees waived come this fall as the uh, start of the school year gets closer you hear that molly community college yeah. you get free college Uh, Included in the governor's budget for uh, fiscal year 2024, roughly $20 million for tuition-free community college. 
Uh, it runs from uh, July 1st of 2023 to June 30th of 2024, meaning some students can expect the relief this coming fall semester. Uh, apparently, 22 News spoke with the uh, leader in student affairs at Holyoke Community College, and they said, oh, my God, thank God. Uh, and uh, apparently, the funding in the governor's budget also allows for high school students without permanent immigration status in Massachusetts to qualify for in-state public uh, tuition rates. I got to tell you, um, now I know you're going to a rather uh, pricey institution of uh, upper learning. I know I went to one that's uh, you know screwing kids left and right and their families and causing them, to, causing them to live in abject poverty for the next 20 or 30 years. Yep. But free community college. That means I could stay here with you, Bax. What time do you leave? <laughs> <laughs> Did he say this year he made yeah, is, it, is that now? Yeah. <laughs> but that's, you know, I'll tell you what. If uh, if you were uh, not looking to spend a lot on a college education and you could do very, very well in community college for two years, it's a good, I, good benefit. I'll tell you what. I, I'm i thinking about uh, taking this in the other direction and getting community college to pay me. Maybe I have <laughs> yeah. hire a professor of comedy. Huh? Can you major in something like that? Well, it falls into public speaking, and it falls into performing arts, and it, you know. Oh, okay. Well, I guess you've thought this through. Yeah, I was just thinking about it just now. <laughs> you could, I, I could like, see, you put the I... junk in adjunct. <laughs> That's what you do. I'm a adjunct professor. That's right. Literally a junk <laughs> professor. A 14-year-old boy was arrested for driving away in a stolen vehicle in connection with a hit-and-run accident, according to Springfield uh, Police. Saturday, officers attempted to conduct a traffic stop after a hit and run. However, the driver took off at a high rate of speed and was able to uh, evade police. On Monday, officers found the stolen Hyundai in the area of the 100 block of Brown Street in Springfield, had the ignition compromised, making it operable without a key, which means he hotwired it. Yep. Uh, while waiting for the vehicle to be towed, the suspect just walked up to the car before he noticed, oh my God, the police are here. And they may have caught me. He was arrested in connection with a stolen Hyundai, and police seated a, uh, seized a loaded firearm from his waistband. Oh, uh, the name and charges of this 14-year-old boy will not be released due to his age. But you gotta say this: this kid's got a lot of moxie. I tell you what, 14, and you're already being able to beat the police in a high-speed chase. You know, when I was 14, I, I wasn't thinking of like uh, you know stealing cars and going no. for a joyride and putting a gun in my belt <laughs> belt buckle. Well, that, that was not what I was doing at 14. The kids grow up so fast these days. Oh, that's, they do. Don't they one, ever? one day they're just playing Grand Theft Auto on PlayStation, and the next day they're just out there living it in yeah. Indian Orchard. I mean, I remember my parents when I was 14 saying, why don't you go uh, outside and do something? Why don't you mow the neighbor's lawn for a few bucks? Why don't you... <laughs> Why don't you go, uh, you know, shovel a driveway for, uh, for you know, for a dollar or two? Why can't you be more productive, like your friend down the street, and steal yourself a car <laughs> <laughs> and evade police? Evade. Now that kid's got some initiative. Yeah. There's, there's a kid with some, some real ambition. Can you believe fourteen? Do you know at fourteen I was worried about like the simple things, like not getting back home when the streetlights were on, mm -hmm. or you know, getting uh, caught. Uh, taking one of your dad's beers out of the fridge or whatever it might have been. <laughs> Could you imagine just yeah, it, at 14 being like, should I take the loaded handgun when I steal this car or shouldn't I? Hmm. At, you know, at, at 14, I was still trying to, um, you know, like organize my baseball cards, right. you know, still deciding whether or not I was uh, old yeah. enough or too old for my uh, my superhero action figures. Sure. I mean, those are the things I was, you know, I still yeah. like the color. 
Yeah. At 14. You you liked Batman. This kid was like, I'm going to be the best villain ever. Yeah, right. I, this is the thing, though, that when you always hear about the cops, like whatever this is, you think about that. Like, what what a predicament that is if you're the cop and you chased him and you actually caught the kid and he's got a loaded firearm and he reached for it or something, and then that happens. Then what, do you, what happens? You're the guy who shot the 14-year-old kid, right? Mm-hmm, right. But here you go, 14, and you're able to steal a car, throw a loaded handgun in your waistband, and rip around town with basically no repercussions, yeah. right? Well, and there's also the hit-and-run accident, too. Oh, that's That's true the too. other part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You right. know, if an adult did this, then they'd be, uh, they'd be eating dirt. What fun would it be if you didn't throw a couple innocent civilians in the mix? Well, uh, you know. exactly my point. On uh, Wednesday, firefighters in Spencer were called to a reported kitchen fire on Gold Nugget Road. That Ooh. just it already, already sounds like, yeah. a, like a homey little story. When crews arrived at the home at 1 a.m., the only thing they found was a Ryobi lithium-ion battery that had been on a charger for a week and a half. That it caught fire on the counter and it was in the sink. Huh. Uh, there was also no working smoke detectors in the home, so the fire department will be installing the uh, the correct and new detectors. Uh, this happened one day after a lithium-ion battery caught fire in Miller's Falls in a home. The uh, homeowner, homeowner called uh, 911 and used a fire extinguisher to slow down the fire, according to uh, the Turner's Falls Fire Department, who have never lost a foundation yet. The battery was not in its charger at the time of the fire. The fire serves as a reminder that if you're using a lithium-ion battery in a charger, remove it as soon as it is fully charged and make sure that you use the correct charger and batteries together. Which is a great lesson to take out of this. But you know what I take out of this, Bax? What? Is there a safe place to even live anymore? You've got problems everywhere. Spencer, it is newsworthy. Your your battery could catch on fire. You live in Miller's Falls, your battery could catch on fire. You live in Springfield, a 14-year-old kid <laughs> with a loaded gun could smash into your car, beat the police in a chase. It's all the same. You just I can't know. find a nice place to live it's, nowadays. It's just a matter of perspective. Yes. Isn't it? Yeah. yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, but, you know, sometimes uh, you know, the least you could do is you set a fire to your house by not charging your uh, your batteries. You have to cut your... Your ankle monitoring bracelet to get out of the <laughs> burning house. There's just I just noticed a slight disparity in news story sensationalism between yeah. Springfield and the outlying towns. The uh, Joint Committee on the Water Commission and the Board of Public Works in Westfield took uh, two votes at its meeting on August 15th. The first vote officially declared that the third search for a director of public works had failed. The second vote recommended to return to the former structure of the commission and having a superintendent of water and water resources and a superintendent of public works with two separate leadership structures so this would be like we're trying to find uh the leader of the the new leader of the band right and we can't find him so you're in charge of bass and drums i'm in charge of guitar and lead singer worse it's like let's break up the band and form (laughs) two separate bands uh for the first boat personal director ann larkin uh, said that the selection committee can't make the official declaration of, of a failed search, and it had been uh, it had to be done by a joint board. Uh, Ronald Cole, the water commissioner who serves as the chair of the joint board, was on the selection committee, and they initially found five candidates to interview, one of whom dropped out. The other one uh, declined the interview. They said they interviewed the other three candidates, but only one was considered qualified to move forward, and the process specified there must be two finalists. So they couldn't. They couldn't make a decision, and then they said, "Ah, to hell with it! Let's just break this whole thing up." Oh, that's silly. It is. It's a. It's a bit of an you overreaction. Had one, you had one fish in the boat. You yeah, know? 
But apparently, according to the uh, the laws, you gotta have it decide between two people, and of the five, only one person wanted it, and that wasn't gonna fly. So they couldn't go back out and try to get more next time. It's it's almost as if they're operating into the same kind of management structure as the East Hampton School Committee. No, you know they can't find the right guy, and then they just uh, wind up blowing the whole thing up. Yeah, East Hampton, our friends up in East Hampton. Yes, our friends in East Hampton. Oh well. Well, dear sewer people and sewer persons. <laughs> dear dear ladies on the sewer commission. <laughs> oh, can you imagine? Yeah, can you imagine the uproar? In Westfield? Oh, yeah. Oh. You're damn right. Yeah, Westfield doesn't really care. They're fine. If this was an Otis, though. <laughs> right. Yeah, well, yeah. I don't think. That the, That's right, Otis. Do they even have indoor plumbing in Otis? That's right, Otis. I haven't forgot about you. You and I, we still got beef. <laughs> I'll see you when I'm back in here in December. You show, never let this go. That's right, Marty. You show them what they're for. Show them. I'm going to show all these Otis people. They're yeah. going to learn. Uh, no, they're not going to learn. Who cares? They, 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 most of them are illiterate. That's it. After class in the parking yeah, lot. That's right. Three o'clock sharp. You and me, Otis. <laughs> Over there, we'll meet in a neutral territory like Blanford. <laughs> Settle this like men. Yeah. P- pick a town that won't choose a side. There you go. <laughs> It's going to be cloudy with a chance of showers today, a high of 78. Tonight, showers, thunderstorms, low of 68. Tomorrow, more thunderstorms, uh, some of which could bring uh, high gusts of winds. A high of 80, it's about 68 degrees right now in Rock 102. A summer tradition for over a century returns August 24th to 26th. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 751. And Def Leppard with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni and... That Molly, one. The intern. Molly the intern who is uh you know her internship is wrapping up you're not gonna be here tomorrow it's just Sit. gonna be me and best of bits and that's about it wow. uh on the positive side uh summer is not quite yet over rock 102 and jace meagle roofing want to send you on one last road trip wherever you choose to go red roof has got you covered enter into rock102.com for your chance to win two vip certificates each good for a free night at red roof plus a $50 gas card, uh, part of Rock 102's Classic Rock Summer from Jay Smeagol Roofing and Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. All right. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing go. wrong with that at all. All right. We are going to do an open line Friday. Are we going to do it? Yes. I've made the, an executive decision that that is what, exactly what we are going to do. So it's technically an open line Thursday because it's our Friday. Yes. It's an open line Friday. All right. uh, it's open line Thursday, so... You know, think about what you want to say. Yep. Don't be stupid. Don't, Don't say no profanity, no hate speech. Nothing. No. no. Personal attacks. Personal attacks are fine. fine. Just, but uh, uh, yeah. I can't say that after they just saw us dancing, I suppose. So, yeah. Well, that uh, that also video- go check that out yeah, on Rock 102 TikTok. Oh, don't. Oh, don't. Yeah, that video is up now. And oh. uh, and some of the comments uh, are uh, are interesting to me. Uh, someone said it's like every family re- reunion I've ever uh, I've ever attended. Uh, someone said that, what is the, uh, uh, what is it? The, what is the one? This is exactly what it should be. Hypnotic perfection. Hypnotic perfection. Yeah. Like watching us dance is something is both hypnotic and perfect. Well, that's someone wants to hire you to dance at parties back. Yeah. Yeah, Well, you know, I, I would do it. I'm not, I'm not against it. I, uh, I could be available if the price is right. People but, could very cheaply hire me to do comedy at your parties, but maybe we could do a package deal where I come in and tell some jokes and you pop out of a cake. Yeah. Play some Rick Astley. <laughs> you know, it would be great. I really, uh, big closer. I don't think there's uh, too many uh, like this. 
but it would be kind of interesting to see a, a calorically challenged all-male exotic dance review. Well, now an idea has been born. Yeah, like a couple of guys in their sure. underpants dancing to like Rick Astley. Or, I like it. Yeah, think about that. You know, that was requested on the TikTok. Was so it really? Someone asked you to pole dance for them. Oh, I'd rip you. The, I'd rip the pole right out of the, uh, out of the ceiling. All this love. Yeah. Look at this. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think you'd want to see me on the pole. That I, would be a, a big mistake. Depends on the kind of pole, you know. It would have to be. Uh, a, it would have to be reinforced. <laughs> maybe filled with a rebar, you know, something like that. Something telephone pole dimensions. I, I could probably work with that. <laughs> I couldn't work with like one of these little ones, you know. No, I, I'd, I'd rip it right out of its uh, yeah, right out of, right out of the moldings. <laughs> so yeah, check out the TikToks. Uh, I already got like two hundred people uh, looking at it, which is uh, pretty good considering it's only been what a half hour. Yeah. Not too yeah, bad, not too shabby. It has been 36 minutes. So. All right. Okay. Well, Close. listen, we promised and we delivered. Yep. The handle is Rock102. Go follow on TikTok. Is uh, still 11, 1,100 followers, which is uh, better than I thought I would get, which is great. Well, if I pick up Instagram followers enough to get to 4,000, I will get Bax to dance in his underwear. The hell, a- the hell you will. <laughs> that ain't ever going to happen. That's quite right. the promise uh, to no, make. Do You've not, seen the power of our right. listeners. Do not promise that which cannot happen. All right. I'll do it uh, I'll do it oiled up in a banana hammock wearing a Bax uh, and Nagel uh, bumper sticker. Now, that's that's something that people would enjoy. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> it's just about 7.56 at Rock 102. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your grilling headquarters, Weber, Big Green Egg, Uni Pizza Ovens, and Traeger Wood-Fired Grills. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, whenever I find myself in need of some light reading, I often find myself curled up with a cup of hot cocoa and gently perusing the provisions of my Rock 102 contract. I tend to find simplistic language and legally binding clauses to be very relaxing. I can also get through it rather quickly because there's very little written inside of it. But when you're a big-time, three-time Pro Bowl free agent signing like Ezekiel Elliott, who is now with the New England Patriots, and you find yourself keeping a careful itinerary of your incremental achievements to make sure that you're not getting screwed by the man. According to the reports, the one-year contract he signed with the Patriots not only includes a base salary of $1.55 million, he also receives a signing bonus of $600,000. He is then entitled to a whole host of incentives. Among those include making $50,000 for every game in which he is on the active roster. He can also earn an additional $3 million if he achieves certain benchmarks throughout the season. For example, if Zeke can rush for 975 yards from the line of scrimmage, he'll get $300,000. If he runs 1,100 yards, he'll get another $300,000. He'll also get an additional $300,000 uh, for 1,225 yards, 1,350 yards, 1,475 yards, which is a total that he has not reached in five years. Additionally, he'll get another $300,000 if he participates in 50% of the offensive snaps this season. He'll get another three hundred dollars if, if he hits 55%, 60 65 and 70% as well. Now... I should point out that if Ezekiel Elliott gets injured at any point and is out for the remainder of the season, his base salary will be reduced to just $1 million, no matter how many snaps he's taken. In other words, Ezekiel Elliott either stands to make a lot of money or make complete crap 
considering that you're getting a three-time Pro Bowl running back who could arguably be seen as a potential Hall of Fame candidate. I say this one-year contract, while great for the Patriots, is nothing more than a cumbersome nightmare for the dope who signed it. You see, someone's going to have to keep a running inventory of every possible marker that he achieves, and I'm pretty sure it's not going to be somebody in the Patriots' accounting office. That sort of responsibility is going to fall on Elliot himself, because if there's one thing an employer loves to do is to avoid handing out a lot of extra checks, and this contract has the potential to require a lot of them. But hey, enough of my yappings. Sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. If you've got a painting project here in the South Hadley area, you got to talk to Kendra. She is the smart paint whisperer of the South Hadley Rockies. There's at least one smart painting uh, advisor in every Rockies store. And in South Hadley, that person is Kendra. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102. Spring- Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 809 and Rush with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni and Molly the intern. Uh, Marty is here his last day. That's uh, sad. Steve returns on Monday. That means tomorrow is a uh, best of backs and Nagel. We haven't done very many of those, so there you have it. So prepare yourself for that. Uh, and uh, and Molly's last day is uh, is tomorrow. tomorrow. I know. They're, they're, they're in sen- sending her away with a little party tomorrow. Are they? Yeah. Look at you. I know. I feel special. Yeah. Well, you should. You know what? <laughs> you really should. Do you know how many last days I've had here? And I don't even get a cup of coffee on the way out the door. <laughs> See you later, jerk. Next time we need a day off, stop by. (laughs) Yeah, thanks for nothing. (laughs) All right, listen, uh, we're going to try something here, uh, and I hope it works. I hope you're all uh, ready for it, so let's go. And now, live from the Aaron Moran Studios in East Long Meadow, Massachusetts, it's Open Open Live Thursday! That is the number to call for Open Line Thursday. Now, I'm just going to say this now because I don't want to have to repeat myself. Keep your filthy language and your obnoxious hate speech for some other radio show. Yeah, they're always so good, though, when we do this. Nagel and I get degenerate. Yeah, I know. But occasionally there's going to be one jackass that's going to try to uh, squeeze one in, and I am not going to tolerate that whatsoever. All right? All right. Here we go. Phones are blowing up already. Rock 102, good morning, who's this? It's the Hawkman calling. Hey. Hawkman, what's up, buddy? Hey, I have a couple of things for you guys, right? Okay. Is this open lines? It is. It is, sir. Yes. Hey, yeah, one good thing. You know it would be a great TikTok video? What's that? No, no, no just hear me out. Uh, how, oh, hi, Molly, how's it going? Uh, good, uh, Hawkman, how you doing, buddy? So one good thing we can do is, Marty, you're always talking about tasing people with a taser gun. <laughs> Molly, you can take watch Bax and Marty tase the Hawkman in his electric wheelchair. Yeah. Dude, you want us to, to to shoot you with a taser? I mean, technically, he's already paralyzed. He's not going to feel it. Yeah, he's gonna, no, you know, I'm not gonna, what if we no, tase him no. and then he gets out of the wheelchair and starts tap dancing? Hawkman, do you do you realize that we would be accused of uh, of of abusing someone who is in a wheelchair? Do, do do you realize that that would that's what would happen? It wouldn't be about you; it would then be about us, and that's not fair. I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm an adult, and I give this permission. Oh, but it seems seems legit. Let me check with the, the lawyers. Yep, would seems get all right. Go down. ahead, taste him. Yeah, go ahead. You can taste the quadriplegic. No problem. Yeah. Piece of cake. 
Yeah, we're good. Yeah, okay, from, the- yeah, from now on, I'm going to introduce you as Terms of Service Violator yeah. Stephen Hawk. <laughs> there- oh, but hear me, hear me out for the second thing. All right. <laughs> if you're too uncomfortable doing that, I'll buy you one of those um, shark collars you buy for dogs. Yeah, okay. Every time I get, get out of the line, you guys can press the trigger. I like the shark collar. I like it. <laughs> Yeah, you know, because because nothing uh, screams uh, you know big radio ratings and revenue like abusing. Are we wait? Are we putting the shock collar around your neck? Because literally, that's the only thing left, and we can't be shocking you. Yeah, on we the can't. Neck, buddy. Can't do that. I'll do that on the ankle if you come to a show sometime. I'll, I'll put it around your ankle. What's the worst thing that could happen? You it's know? a fair point. Yeah, I guess. I guess. You make a good point. All right. Well, good uh, Good questions. Good suggestions, uh, Hawk, man. Thank you very much. Have a good weekend. All right. There you go. Uh, Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Good morning. This is Chris. Hey, Chris. Uh, turn your radio down just a little bit if you can. Oh, shoot. I'm sorry about that. That's okay. That's all, right. all right. What's on your mind, Chris? So you guys were talking uh, yesterday or the day before. Uh, you are talking to Molly about Wilbraham. Yep. And, you know, stuff around there. And she had mentioned Bryce's fruit farm. Yes. Yes. As a uh, former fellow uh, Wolverham uh, resident, you've turned your back on uh, on another landmark uh, in that town, which was uh, the village store. Which back the village, the village store. The yep, you're right about yeah. that. We did overlook well, that. Well, listen, I... Best grinders, used to have great breakfast, probably still do. But, uh, well, yeah. listen. I had uh, they brought me in. We this has been an all Wilbraham day, by the way, because uh, we talked about SEMA earlier, how great that is, and yep. we talked about uh, oh, yeah. all the other ones. But uh, they brought me. Uh, Molly was nice enough to bring a muffin top, and it was delicious. Oh, it's absolutely uh, fantastic. Astounding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Well, everything let, there is fantastic. All right. Well, we we will not uh, we will not uh, besmirch the, uh, the the village uh, <laughs> store. I promise. Okay. All right, guys. All right. There you go. Uh, Rock Uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Hey, good morning. It's Vince the Plumber. Hey. Hey. What's up, Vince? Hey, what's up, guys? How's everybody doing today? Terrific. What's going on with you? No, not much, man. Not much. Just cruising around town doing uh, doing the plumbing gig, you know, doing the plumbing stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, just wanted to do those shout-outs. Oh, Oh, yeah. Okay, go ahead and do it. Go ahead and do it. Uh, shout out to Plimpton and Hills, uh-huh. uh, my buddy Dave, my buddy Derek, Mike, uh, Keith, Jason, everybody over there, uh, all the guys over at FW Web and uh, Granite Group, and uh, yeah, Dan. Oh, Dan over at uh, at Eddie's Packy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, can't you know, forget you Dan. Gotta, that's the most important. He should have been first. Vince, you know what? I, I know. I'm going to hear from him later, and he'll be like, dude, why didn't you say what's up to me first? You know, Vin- you got to get my business out there. You know, I'm like, dang. Hey, Vince, uh, when something goes yeah. wrong next time at my house, I hope you don't mind. I'm going to call you, and I'm going to yeah, hire you. Brother. And then when you're at my house working, I'm just going to be like, while you're working, I'll be like, shout out to my buddy Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to just the yeah. entire yeah. time you're working. But make sure you have plenty of, of, of black pepper cheese for the man because yeah. that's what he that's loves. Right. That's, that's right. what he loves. Definitely, definitely. I'll get uh, I'll get a business card emailed over to you guys. <laughs> All right, Vince. All right, thank you. Have a good weekend. Right. Rock 102, good morning. Is this? Hey, this is Rick from Chickabee. How are you? Good, Rick. What's hey, on Rick. your mind? 
I just wanted to say, Molly, I wish you the best. You sound great on the radio. Oh, oh, oh my gosh, thank Marty. you so much. You're going to make that young girl cry. Of course. We will love to have you back next year or something. You sound great on the radio. Thank you so much. You do Marty, you're awesome, Marty. Uh, you're thanks, awesome. Rick. I love I love that chicken spread from uh Yeah. There. I went yesterday. Thank you. Thank you very 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 much for that. All the food items and everything you talk about that fire. I, I can't wait for the firehouse uh what is it the chili did? Oh yeah, oh, West yeah. Springfield Firehouse Chili at Big E. Got to do it. I got I got it on my list. All right. Okay, so and back, Yes. Bax, you're awesome dancing. You're you're an awesome dancer. <laughs> Thank you. Thank he you. is. He's got moves. Oh, I cut rug, man. I, I really do. For an old man, he knows how to <laughs> oh, shake it. I, you know, I, I, if I'm not shaking my hip, I'm close to breaking it. So you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. All well, right. You guys are all great. Good morning again, and Molly, I wish you the best. All Thank right. you. Thanks, Rick. Thank you very much. Appreciate okay, bye-bye. it. Bye bye. All right. Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Good morning, Bax. This is Bill from Springfield. How are you? Good, Bill. What's, hey, what's Bill. on your mind today? Hey, I got a question for Marty and for you, uh, Bax. Yes. I'm going to go with you first, Marty. Okay. Uh, Marty, what, what do you think of Robin Williams as a comedian? Uh, Robin, I thought, was a brilliant comedian, even more brilliant comedic actor. Uh, one thing about Robin that uh, that he had gotten a kind of a rap on, as they said, he stole material, but Robin was like a they the best way to put it is like a jet like a jet engine he would suck up whatever was around cuz he would go so fast on stage and it never was intentional and there was a couple of times where he did know that he had said something that somebody else had said and amongst comedians they all knew that he would find them and then he would pay them for uh for that hmm. uh he was a brilliant guy and very very funny guy yes he was and, and he'd be well missed now, Bax, for you, I know you're a diehard Packers fan. Yes. How do you pre- how do you, do you predict the season's going to go this year for the Packers? And I mean, I do love the Packers, but I'm a diehard Giants fan. But I, uh, I want your intake on that for I'm, the uh, season. I'm sorry. I want to know what your impact is going to be for the season, what the record's going to oh. be, and how they're going to do. Well, you know, I don't, it's it's everything's a big question mark because they don't know how Jordan Love's going to do. We don't know how uh, everyone's going to respond to him. Everything everything suggests that it's going to be a good year. I'm going to say a good ten and six. You know, that's what I was predicting myself too. Uh, I hope they do. I hope the quarterback Love does uh, great, and I hope he learns something from Aaron Rodgers because Aaron Rodgers will be well missed for the Packers. Well, I got I got news for you. I don't think there's anyone <laughs> in America that that is anticipating a horrible season for the New York Jets. I'm I'm going to guess the Jets are going to stink as bad this year as they ever have. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers aside, that team doesn't deserve to do win more than three or four games this season. <laughs> They always they always find a way to be unlikable, yeah. and they always find a way to lose. Because it's the Jets. Yeah. It's the yeah. Jets. It's Even bad. Jets fans are afraid to show themselves <laughs> in public. Yeah, that's true. But, um, you know, guys, keep up the good work that you're doing. Marty, you are um, a great aspect, uh, asset to Rock 102. You brought in a lot of great listeners. Thanks, buddy. And, uh, you know, you are uh, – I had never seen you as a comedian, but – I will try to get up there and introduce myself to you. Yep, you and, should. Uh, you know, Bax, I've met you already. You're a phenomenal disc jockey, and we love you. And, and uh, I want to give a shout-out to my buddy, 
Tim from Hasty's Fence Company. All right. He's listening. All right. And, uh, guys, have a great one. Thank All you right. so much. Go Pat Kelly with the Dallas Cowboys. Baby. Oh, All right, this conversation's Bye-bye. over. <laughs> Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? This is Bill from Southwick. Hey, Bill, what's up? Not much. Uh, now that you've got us addicted, we need to have a special segment called Monday with Marty and Molly. Uh, <laughs> Well, Molly is going to be going back to college. She's not going to be. She won't see eight twenty in the morning until at least Christmas. <laughs> well, that might be true, but she could phone in just like uh, some of the other people you have. No, I think what I'm trying to say is Molly is going to be in college. She's not going to wake up until noon at the earliest. <laughs> oh, I get it. I'm going uh, over to college radio next. That's it. <laughs> that's right. All right. Well, you appreciate the call. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. One more thing, one more thing. Yeah. We need this Marty bit to make up for what you did to us when you made us listen to Dave. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> yeah, well, listen, we're we're trying to make amends. I believe that's part of the twelve step program. <laughs> All right, thank you. <laughs> Rock one oh two. Good morning, who's this? Hey, it's George from Agawarm. How are you? Good, George. Hey, George. What's on your mind? Hey, Marty, on the uh, guy who posted on your Instagram yesterday, uh, I would uh, put uh, Station uh, Chili against uh, any chili in the Big E. That, uh, oh, you yes. You the Pepsi Challenge. Yes. the Pepsi Challenge, man. That is the, I told you, that's the only chili I will ever eat. It uh, is so fantastic. Listen, so I misread your first thing. You had I thought you meant the fire station chili. You station chili in the Massachusetts building. Yeah. Now listen, I'm gonna do that. This uh, that's my commitment to you. If I go to the Big E this year, which I will, <laughs> I will do a side by side with the Station Chili and the West Springfield Firehouse Chili. A hundred percent agree. All right. And then I will. That's the, that's the only fair way to. And be. then I will immediately launch myself into a porta potty <laughs> and come out sometime around November. Nice. Hey, and Bex, uh, I just got to ask you. Um, when you went over to uh, Hawkman's house, what was it like roasting a vegetable? No, Steve's not. Steve's dude, not. Dude. Steve's on vacation. Yeah, listen, that is that is uh, wildly offensive, okay. and I will not sit here and have you. Uh, I was insult there. The great hawk. I man was and there, family. and I find that offensive, but also wish I had thought of it to say <laughs> at the party. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you I'm very sure much. The hawk man would appreciate. I'm he, sure would I know he's he, laughing. He, listening sure to it right now. I'm he's sure the best. He he's got the best sense of humor. Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Baba Booey. Okay. All right. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Holy cow. It became 1996 in here. I mean, typically we had Jackie Martling on <laughs> the air. Does that mean you it. open the door for that kind of thing? Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? It's Smitty in the boiler room. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. What's up, Smitty? This sounds dirty, but go ahead. Yeah. Hey, Marty, man. You got some good one-liners going on about comedy. Thanks, buddy. Uh, not to mention Bax, but Bagel, man. Bagel with his characters and things he does, you got to get him up there, bro. Oh, he does it. He's been does doing he? st- he's been stand up for years. He's been doing it. Oh, we're yeah, we're going to do that, a little tour. I mean, okay. Okay, my bag. But yeah, he's got some good ones. But you're a plus addition to the show, man. Uh, thanks, buddy. All right, I'll let you go. Have a good day, guys. Uh, you too. Right, thank, back. thank you. All right, let's yeah, take care. Take one more here. Uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Hi, it's uh, Bill from Aguam. Hey, Bill, hey, what's Bill. up? Uh, not much. Uh, you, hey, do you guys have uh, Venmo? 
Uh, um, yeah. Yeah, why? Yeah, because I was going to tip both of you a dollar for doing that dance. <laughs> <laughs> 20 and I'll show up at your house and spend three songs with you. Hey, do you want to give the comedian a drink? <laughs> yeah, man. Um, yeah, I'll get, a, I'll get a poll this time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> All right, thanks for Thank the call. You. We appreciate it. Hey, have a good day. All right, you too. Okay, that's you know what? All that right. was not so bad. Not so bad. Not bad for Open Line Thursday. <laughs> it's 824 with Bax, Nagel, and Marty, and Molly on Rock 102. We're headed bar- It's uh, 827 with uh, Bax, and Nagel, and Marty, and Molly on Rock 102. You know what? Uh, good work, all of you. You should all be very <laughs> proud of a good Open Line yeah, Thursday. It's always... Great. Always a little bit of danger, Went Steve. Well. Yeah, you know what? Steve's Went not good. here. People are uh, saying nice things. That's all very well and good. Uh, check out our uh, our dance video on uh, on the TikTok. Uh, the handle is Rock One Hundred Two. Or don't you know? You could always not. You could always not check it out. I mean, it's just. Uh... You will not be disappointed. I <laughs> oh, promise no. you. No, I think you will be. It disappointed. is fantastic <laughs> entertainment. No, I, there's disappointment in the air. <laughs> There is. That's just like I think if you picked an adjective, disappointment would be top three. Yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, you know, woeful uh, underperformance. That, that might be what you are feeling within yourself, but the people are loving it. Yeah, I think anyone who knows anything specifically about dance or has taken dance lessons or you know teaches dance would see this as almost an insult to actual dance. Well, as I said, I was a competitive dancer for 15 years, and I still think it's great. Uh, see, you're just. Uh, I'm. I'm wondering as, as a college student whether you're, uh, whether you're on the uh, on, whether you're taking something that we're not aware of. You know, yeah. that's that's what I'm worried yeah. about. Like, are you are you are you going to keg parties before you get? <laughs> we, you, have you been drinking all night illegally? That's what I want to mushro- know. Are the mushrooms legal? Cause I don't this, know. Uh, yeah, I don't know because when I look at that dance, <laughs> all I say is, "Oh God, please don't ever, don't do too many of these." God, it went on so long. You know when people have a car. You know when people have a car wreck. Eight thirty-two with Bax and Nagel and Marty and Molly on Rock One Hundred Two. It's time for news. It's brought to you by Gary Rom Hyundai. Go to Gary Rom Hyundai today. Get zero percent financing on uh, select models. The uh, the brand new uh, headline uh, this morning: Fairgoers at the Big E are known to devour cream puffs, the main baked potato, and the turducken sandwich. All delicious. There's no question about it. But one National Dining Guide has suggested another food as the best uh, as being one of the best state fair foods in America for the month of June. Can you guess what it is? Best state fair foods in America? Yeah, at the Big E. What is the best food according to delish.com for oh, Massachusetts? Okay. All right. They're going to go main baked potato? Nope. Nope. Eclair. Nope. Nope, not even close. Eclair is so good. Really? Yes. The fried butter. Fried butter. Have you tried the fried butter at Are the Big E? Are you asking me right now? Is there is there fried butter? There is fried butter. It's basic. It basically is like a dinner roll with butter inside. You toss that into the deep fryer, and ba boom! It's like the. Uh, it is like a sponge of melted butter. That sounds disgusting. No, it's delicious. If you like butter the way I do, it's my favorite beverage. It's fantastic. <laughs> Dis- that. I can hear my arteries clogging just thinking about it. I, I don't. I don't like that kind of negativity out of right. <laughs> uh, Delish.com released the best state fair food in every state in June, which included one item from each of the fifty state fairs in Massachusetts. It named the fried butter as the best state fair food, and you can get that at uh, at the Big E. Uh, the website said everyone needs to try the fried butter at least once, right? 
Look at some of the Big E. And if you're wondering how it works, the secret is the butter is wrapped in dough before being fried, and it is delicious. Now, I happened to cough up the entire list uh, of uh, what what goes on. And, and you know what? An Arizona, a lobster roll in Arizona. Would you eat a lobster roll in the middle of Arizona? I won't eat seafood where I can't see the ocean within a 10-minute to 15-minute drive, usually. I once ate uh, lobster in Nevada. The, I will never make that mistake that is again. A terrible choice. It was a ter- well, it wasn't really totally my choice. It just, it just happened. Oof. You know. Uh, but uh, you know, uh, let's see. Like Delaware's got ice cream, big deal. Funnel cakes in Florida. Who cares? Uh, Korean barbecue fries in Georgia. Well, that actually sounds pretty good. Really? Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, apple fritters in Illinois. These things all stink. There's nothing good. Nothing good about any of these things. But the fried butter. That is not too bad. Fried butter sounds like a joke. It sounds like, ha, 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 we fried the worst thing you can fry. Ha, yeah, ha, ha. I know. This sounds good. Kansas, the bacon-wrapped chicken lollipop. Done. In. I'll do that in a, in a, a New York minute. Dip it in some ranch. Let's talk. Yep. Bacon-wrapped chicken. And, uh, oh, my God, I'm just looking at it right now. Terrific. See? I'm in. Yeah. That's... I like the big eclair. You, you don't, they, that, no one talks about the eclair. They They're really the good. They're really good. They're about the size of a shoe. Yeah, but everyone talks about the cream puff, but the cream puff has got nothing on the eclair. Yep. All right. I do like the fried butter. It is good. Where do you get it? <sighs> In the butter building where they do the big butter sculpture? Is that where they're yeah, doing this? Yeah, it, it's the, uh, it's, no, I don't, is big I don't butter, think so. Has Big Butter got its hands all over the biggie? I don't know, man, but you know, anything dipped in butter is, uh, is, is good for me. I'm all for the big butter. But it's just butter and oil and bread? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. I'll try it. It yeah, I I'll think try it this year. When I tried it, I thought, you know, this is this is you know, when you have like a hot roll at a restaurant, yeah. they come out, you know, in the basket and they're nice and steamy yeah. hot and they got those little pats of butter. Yeah. Is there anything better when that butter no. melts? It's the same no. thing, tastes the same. Uh, all right. You Absolutely know what the big should do? If they were smart, they'd get a golf cart and put little uh headsets on the back of it, mm-hmm. little mics for us. And they would just have us drive around the Big E for the day and broadcast live as we eat every food item. Every food item. Yeah. And then by the afternoon drive, we'll be throwing up uh, on them, you know, just heaving into trash cans. So I would think if you really needed it, you couldn't do it in a day. You'd have to like almost do multiple like- Multiple days. Multiple days. Like, you know, give it like the first week. We, I think it takes almost like a week to eat everything. We would make a great uh, pair of food reviewers, you and I. Oh, Yeah. Oh, I, I would agree you know with that. You know what I mean? Like, if we had a food TikTok or something like that, or mm-hmm. one of these things, we would be killing it. I would actually like to um, to hang out and do videos with, like, uh, the vulgar chef. Well, let's, you know, Kyle yeah. Marku makes some really disgusting things. Some of these things I'd be willing to try just I, for the laughs. I'd do that. That'd yeah. be a great, see, you talk about the TikTok content. Molly, there you go. There's Man. the content. Absolutely. Fantastic. Uh, a Springfield man arrested after police said he stabbed someone he knew with a pair of scissors uh, that he was using to cut off his ankle monitor bracelet. That's according to Springfield Police. Sequan Morales, 26, arrested in connection with a stabbing that happened on the 100 block of Edgewood Street in Springfield around 420 on Sunday afternoon. The victim of the stabbing uh, was released at uh, was was seen and released at Bay State. Non life threatening injuries. Uh, it, it was someone that Morales knew when police arrived. Morales started to run away with his GPS ankle, uh, had fallen off. Police say Morales was trying to cut it off with scissors 
when he reportedly stabbed the victim. Morales was uh, made to wear the bracelet due to a pending firearms charge from 2021. He was uh, found hiding in a garage in the 100 block of Sycamore Street where he was taken into custody custody. Uh, and that arrest was facilitated by a canine unit. Uh, the canine Yogi was the uh, the dog That's, that found him. Hey, boo-boo. Hey, uh, you know, that should teach you a lesson. If you're ever going to play hide-and-seek, take off your ankle bracelet first. This might be irrelevant, but, like, how was he able to get it off so easily? Doesn't that defeat the purpose? If you can just cut it off with a pair of scissors, then... Yeah, you see, though, if you take it off, that's a reason to alert uh, arrest you. Yeah, it's a big alert. Yeah, it's a. But I see what you're saying. You're saying, why don't you make it like metal cover? <laughs> I feel like it shouldn't yeah. be that easy yeah. to just get off. Which is true. But yeah. you got to have it. It's something that you can shower in. Something that you can jump in a pool with. Right. You know, maybe but, like a like a, some sort of. I agree. It shouldn't well, be that easy wrong. to destroy. You're not wrong. No, you're no. absolutely not wrong at all. But you know, you're you're asking each bearer of this thing to right. show a little bit of responsibility and then the other problem that you have is if you made it melt uh, metal you wouldn't have had someone get stabbed with just scissors they would have been burned with a torch or something you know and they'll do it too right yeah right. uh with time running out for the iron horse music hall to reopen under ownership by eric sure a leader with a neighboring musical institution said they are looking to buy it and they're in talks to do that now jim olson founder and president of Signature Sound Records, uh, who is also on the advisory board of the Parlor Room in Northampton, says the Parlor Room is in discussions to buy the Iron Horse and believes that they are among a few potential buyers for the venue. Part of the draw for the Parlor Room, according to Olson, is that the Iron Horse is one of the last remaining clubs of its size in downtown Northampton. Uh, Eric Schur uh, reached an agreement with the Northampton License Commission in May to either sell the liquor licenses that he has by the end of September or reopen the club, which... He has not done. The License Commission has seized one of uh, his liquor licenses in February and threatened to seize others if he did not open up his music venues, which have been mostly dormant since the start of the pandemic. Uh, Seward did not uh, immediately respond to requests to talk about this. Uh, with the Iron Horse potentially up for grabs, other businesses might also be sold as well, such as the Calvin Theater. However, Olson said he thought Pearl Street Nightclub might be more difficult to sell given the amount of renovations that it needs to to operate but you know what these uh these liquor licenses that uh, eric shu has been holding on to for right. a while exceed more than just those nightclubs he owns liquor licenses for other places and there are other places in northampton or other business owners that would love to open up new restaurants and bars but can't because there's only a, a finite number of liquor licenses in town what would stop eric sure from selling me the iron horse for one dollar Right. Okay. And then I just run the Iron Horse for like a year or two, build it up, and then sell it back to him for one dollar. Um, I suppose you could do that, but the value of the liquor license is a hell of a lot more than a dollar. Right. But I'm just trying to think. Like it's clear he doesn't want to do much with them, right? Yeah. But maybe he wants to do something with them down the line. He seems like he's always kind of waiting for stuff. Couldn't he do something like that rather than just sell it outright or yeah, never but, take it back again? No but, one really knows what he's thinking right. in this, and that's the problem. If you were able to say, okay, he's not opening up these venues for this reason, that would be one thing. Yeah, yeah. But he's not 
coming clean with what's going on here. He just he's hold he's held on to these liquor licenses for a long period of time. And, you know, in in some ways you could say that his decision to do that has left the economy of Northampton in somewhat of a, 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 a spot. Oh, yeah. And that's one of the reasons why, you know, Northampton has not fared all that well since the pandemic economically is because, you know, some of these places would be well benefited if they had the ability to get yeah. a hold of one of these these licenses. But they still have other venues, you know, Academy of Music and Yeah, other. but those aren't hold, those aren't held by him. Those are right. those are independent. By the way, I give It's a great room. I, I give the Academy of Music and uh, Bombix they're doing stuff too. Um yeah. you know, they're bringing in, you know, great acts based upon the size of that venue. Academy of Music's done really good work. I had a lot of fun. I performed there once or twice. Both I think it was twice. Both times were really, really fun. Yeah. It's a good place. Great place. Um if I had the time, I would look up and uh, see what's going on there, but uh, I don't really have the uh, I don't really have the time. Sure. Uh, for that. Yeah. We're pressed. We're yeah, pressed. and you know what? It's uh, it's Thursday. It's kind of like the end of the day. I still got half a muffin top here to eat. <laughs> oh, you know, I mean, how is that chocolate one? Is it good? Yeah, it's awful good. Oh, we have plenty more. Oh yeah, oh, we're not getting. We're not going to get through all of them. Some of these are going to have to go upstairs for the vultures up in the office. <laughs> I want to have one so bad, but I can't. I'll have a sugar coma. What do you care? Have another one, Marty. Come on. You, you know, want you, another uh, one. What are you, have chicken? another one. You know, you're not cool uh, if you don't eat four or five of these yeah, things. You guys can't just talk me into this. It'll be, all right, I'll have one. Yeah, there <laughs> now you're talking. It's going to be cloudy today with a chance of a shower, a high of 78. Tomorrow, more thunderstorms are possible with uh, maybe some high gusts of wind, so be careful of that. High of 80. It's currently 69 degrees, right? Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock, 851, and Bon Jovi with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni and Molly the Intern on Rock 102. Uh, we're just talking about uh, Bon Jovi off yeah. the air. What do you, would you say? How many records did they sell? 120 million records. That's a ridiculous amount of records. And then I asked you, what do you think his net worth is? And, and I said five hundred million, and you nailed it pretty close. Four hundred and ten million. That's not too bad. That's a lot of money. You know, uh, there was that rumor going around Uh-oh. that uh, Bon Jovi lived in East Long Meadow or had a house here. So, do you remember that? So they said his kid went to a very local prep school. We'll say, let's say, like I think it was like Wilbraham Munson. Okay, there you go. Perfect. <laughs> and uh, I don't know if that was true. Was that true? Could have been Suffield Academy too. Was it true that his kid went there? No, I think it was Wilbraham Munson. That's what they said, right? I don't, I don't know. know. But, but what the uh, the other part of it was is that he was he was always in town. He was always going to uh, you know, Ramitos for the French toast. Ramitos was great. Ramitos was a great place oh. and uh, that's and people would What happened claim, to Ramitos? I think he retired oh, and that was uh, that was all uh, everything was uh, was done after that. I would have thought if you know, bon, yeah, John Bon Jovi's walking into your uh, your deli every day for the French toast, you'd stick around for a while. That's probably, probably why that's probably why Bon Jovi moved out of the area. Yeah. You know I would be, even if it wasn't Bon Jovi, it was just somebody that relocated from New Jersey mm-hmm. that enjoyed your deli. That is an ultimate compliment because they don't really get better in the world of delis than New Jersey. Or New York. Or New York. Yeah. Yeah, both of them. But a Jersey deli, I don't know, is yeah, something special. That is pretty good. Jersey diner, too. A Jersey but, uh, diner is good. But there's never any definitive proof that the, that Bon Jovi was in town. If anyone knows for sure, could they just uh, send me a message on Instagram? I would love to put that rumor to either 
bed or yeah. not bed. There is uh, still an active Facebook group that uh, John Bon Jovi lives in East Long Meadow. Is it really? Yeah. No. I don't know if it's the same people that uh, put together the Facebook group. Uh, uh, Brian Lapis is an, oh, like God. an overbearing jerk, or whatever the hell it was, or That's something. It was something like group. that. Yeah, such a great group. That was, and Brian actually belonged to it, which is which very is great. funny. Yeah, very funny because Brian's got uh, Brian's got a great sense of humor about that. He has to. He, he well, he, he, he does. Definitely has to. He definitely does. Um, well, there was another rumor too that I would love to know for sure. I, I remember there was a rumor that Tom Brady and Giselle were trying to buy a big plot of land on a mountain in Belchertown, and the only thing that stopped them from doing it is the town wouldn't permit them to put a helipad in because he was going to helicopter to uh, the stadium. I remember hearing something about them looking in Belchertown. I never heard about the helipad. This is a good question yeah. for our listeners, though. Here's a good question. Somebody that lives in Western Mass that no one knows that's really famous. You know what I mean? So there are actually quite a few. All right. I mean, who you know, who be, do you know of? Well. Um, are you not allowed to say on air? Well, I mean, I, I, I could, I could, you know, I believe Bill Cosby still is in the area. The, you know, definitely. I mean, that was Shelburne Falls. That was kind of a shocker when uh, when I heard that for the very first really? time. Well, I mean, you know, back then. You Bill, know who lives near him is uh, Ray, uh, Ray, Jolene, Jolene, uh, that guy. Right. Uh, uh, <laughs> that's Ray. Ray, because that's, that's a Ray. Dolly Parton song. Right no, that's rape. Uh, 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 Billy Ray Cyrus. No, no. <laughs> Ray. 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 Billy Ray Cyrus. No, no. Uh, uh, did you just say that? I did say that. Okay, that's what I thought. No. Okay, uh, Ray. Uh, just keep singing for us. Maybe Ray. we'll get it. Ray. No, I, I, I. You are the best thing. The horn section. Ray. Could you sing a little bit more? No. No, I can't. Just a little bit more. I'm, 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 I'm the not, edge of I'm not out. even Jolene. filming you. All right. That's a Dolly Parton song. No, Jolene is the, No, don't take my man. That's Dolly Parton. Yeah. No, Ray. Ray Stevens. No. <sighs> Ray. Type in Ray I'm, I'm, folk that's... singer. Ray Parker Jr. Ray, come on. Uh, come on, man. Why is my brain not working? This I don't know. I, I love I, Ray. I don't know who you're talking about. Love... Raymond Charles. No. Ray, Ray Charles. Ray Charles. No. Not Ray Charles. No, but if you live in your Cosby, that would be an awesome sitcom. Yeah. Ray Lamontagne. <laughs> Did you see? Thank you. That's that the it? one? Yes. Ray Lamontagne lives yeah. around here? I yeah, have no yeah, idea. Yeah, he lives up uh, not too far from Bill. I won't say what town. Okay. All Harrison right. Ford has a place out in the Berkshires. Not a lot of people know Well, because this kid went to Amherst College. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's why. Right. Uh, you remember uh, the band The Pixies? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Frank Black still yeah. lives in the Amherst area. Yeah, well, they started at UMass. They, they did. Okay. Yep. He's, right. he's still around. Um Trying to think who else is I, around. I'm just hoping someone messages me like a crazy one. Like, you probably didn't realize this, but Mel Gibson lives in Chickabee off Burnett Road. <laughs> you know, that I would want, be that would be crazy. I want some crazy one. But you know who where, who Mel Gibson lives next to? Who used to live next to Mike Scully from Come The on. Simpsons? They were next Friend door neighbors. Show Mike Scully that I still haven't gotten to meet yet. You haven't? Oh, you haven't gotten? Oh, you love him. He's, he's the greatest. I know. So damn funny. Ah, oh. uh, yeah. No, his next door neighbor used to be Mel Gibson. I don't Are think they were seeing? hanging out that much, especially after that whole you know Jewish thing that Mel got into. Probably at, not. At, at that point, uh, I think Mike was like, but, "Okay, I think we'll uh, we'll we." 
Do you think there's we'll any, wait like, for throwing our, our our block party? Do you think there's any like really famous people that live in like Longmeadow quietly or like West Springfield quietly or Belchertown? You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm sure there there are people that uh, that if they're not living here now, yeah. had lived out here at one point. Like, do you think Bon Jovi could have conceivably had a house in East Longmeadow? Well, you know, I mean, I lived in East Longmeadow for a number of years. I never saw the guy. Never saw any hint of the guy. In East Long Meadow. He never, he never played uh, the, the summer concert series at the high school. <laughs> no, was, no, he didn't. I never saw him at the, uh, at the carnival. You never saw never him. Never saw him there. Never saw him at the fireworks. Never saw him the, on the, uh, at the parade. You know, you'd oh. think at least he's going to show up show to the parade. Show up parade, the 4th of July parade. That's the thing. He never showed up at Rocky's Ace Hardware. Good he, people. Rock solid service. I'm sure Bon Jovi would like a hammer or some Allen wrenches. Never at my cousin Danny Barry's Fourth uh, of July party where he shoots off too many fireworks. Never seen him. Yeah, and he saw Meadow. Yeah, never saw him at the Big Y. Yeah, never saw him at uh, at the Panera. Never saw. Never even saw him at the Stop and Shop. I'm gonna go with that's just rumor then. Yeah, I, listen, I lived in town long enough. Worked in town for what 28, 29 yeah. years. Yeah, never awesome. saw Bon Jovi. Well, I'm. I'm. That's a great question. Someone, if they want to quietly Instagram me, they can tell me whether or not I can say it out loud or yeah. not say it out loud. I would love to know about celebrities that live secretly in Western Mass, or maybe not so yeah. secretly, but quietly, we'll say. I mean, I've, I've, I've seen on a couple of occasions uh, a celebrity. I just got A big-time celebrity sitting in a restaurant in the area. I once was in uh, Lennox. Oh, or Lee, great one of the, place. can't remember which one. It may have been Lee at the Dakota restaurant. Remember the Dakota? You ever go out to yeah. the Dakota out in the uh, the Berkshires? Yep. <laughs> I don't mean to brag. It's a great little steakhouse. I miss the it, Dakota steakhouse. Oh chain. yeah. I don't mean to brag, but I was just sitting no more than seven feet away from Mister Gene Shallot. Gene Shallot. Yes, Gene. The movie reviewer. The movie critic, Gene Shallot. That's impressive. With his entire family. And you know what's great about uh, Gene Shout and his entire family? What? Everybody in the family looks well, like, like film Shout- critic Gene <laughs> Shout. Uh, that poor family. The little Shallots, Mrs. Shallot, uh, they all look like a bunch of Shallots. That poor family. I know. Someone just messaged me, uh, Aaron Lewis still is around. I was like, yeah, I've been over his house. <laughs> <laughs> It's not so quiet. Uh, I mean, of a secret. Yeah, there's no so sense their name drop or nothing. I was, I was no, but I was looking for something that like like I really would love for somebody to be like, listen, don't say anything. But George Clooney lives in one of those uh, brick Portuguese looking double deckers in uh, Ludlow. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Like the they build those ranches. The pork the Portuguese love to yeah, they yeah. love nothing more than a brick yeah uh, two floor raised ranch. Listen, if you, with cement lions on the driveway, cement lions. Everybody yeah. lives down in the basement. There's plastic right. all over the furniture yeah, and the, yeah, on, the, yeah. on the ground floor. Yeah. yeah, that's a good out. That that's there's a lot of uh, <laughs> there's a lot of uh, you know Virgin Mary figurines a in a lot, bathtub. Half half a bathtub. That's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for a George Clooney lives in one of those. That would be or, good. Yeah, you know what I'm saying or Giselle. Just moved to Three Rivers. You know, things have been working out. Uh, if you found out, like, uh, like uh, you know, Michael Jordan lived in the the Georgetown yeah. condos up in Longmeadow. I'm telling you, though, it sounds crazy, but up until about 10 years ago, if you had told me, hey, you have a giraffe five minutes from your house, I would have said, what are you smoking? Yeah. And then when I stumbled in and found Lupa Zoo, I was like, 
there's a giraffe 10 minutes from my house. If I had a scavenger hunt and someone was like, you need a picture with you and a giraffe, I'd be like, I can't win this. There's no way I can win yeah. this. I'm not. Where do we go to see a giraffe? But I, there's one. I just got, Somewhere out there, there's a giraffe version of a celebrity. I got two different people telling me that the actor Benjamin Bratt lives in Southampton. Really? Really. I good have no actor. idea. Good very, actor. Very good actor. I mean, if maybe if Ben is listening, he could call us sometime. Let the yeah, come chat down and see what that dude's come been down. up with. Come, he could come to Loft Comedy Club tonight. Twenty dollars, yeah. chicken teriyaki stir fry. You got it, chicken yeah. teriyaki. That's the star of the show tonight, Chef Larry. <laughs> it's nine oh one with Max and Nagel and Marty Caprotti <laughs> and Molly the intern. Rock one oh two.